Episode 463 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you, sir? I'm all right. Anything, uh, how was your week? Um, I mean, not too busy. I did a, I did a few things. Uh, uh, I saw a couple movies. Oh! Uh, not in the theater, but in, uh, in, at home. Okay, okay. Um, uh, I bought a couple things. Me too? Yeah, you know, I bought a couple things. Digitally. I also watched a couple movies on TV too. Okay. Uh-huh. I think, we hope we watched the same movie. Because yeah. I said I was going to watch the movie. Yeah, so we could talk about it. <laughs> Which movie? Hellraiser. Yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, what a story this is. This is going to be epic, I think. <laughs> for, for me, anyway. Uh, uh, Sit was over. You know, right, we, right, right. We, you know, he loves horror movies right, and all. Right, right. And since October is Halloween month. Oh, no. I really? Think, I thought it was just pumpkin spice month. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, what well, you know, it's he comes the precursor to Christmas, apparently. <laughs> it's the stopover. Right. You know, it's the start. Um, the, you know, I decided, you know, like last week we did Existence, which wasn't only a horror movie, but it was horror-esque because it was right. by right, uh, right, David right. Cronenberg, which was, you know, the gore kind of thing. Um, so this week was Hellraiser to watch. Uh-huh. And, you know. And, and as you remember, people who listened to last week's show, I said, you know what? I'm going to watch that too. I haven't watched a scary movie in a long time. I'm going to watch Hellraiser so we can talk about it on the show. We don't very rarely, since we don't go out to the movies together much, but if I know you're going to be watching something this week, I'll try to, like, hey, let's watch this so that way we can talk about it on the show. Right. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm in. I got off a couple days. Stacy will be at work. I can squeeze a Hellraiser in. It's during the day. If I get scared in daytime, I don't care. Well, the thing was is that I've noticed, like, sitting in my couch, the the glare of this there's a he- light over our, our heads that's right. you know the, the the overhead light and it it kind of makes it, the TV kind of weird looking once in a while especially the darker kind of movies like okay. nighttime shots right. so I went over and turned off the light so now we're watching Hellraiser in the dark <laughs> I was watching in the dark too so it was so dark I fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> so it's so far. <laughs> So I'm watching this. Usually, I don't think my horror this boring. <laughs> it was a dull movie. There was one. There was one jump scare that I jumped at, uh-huh. and it wasn't even really a horror esque. <laughs> Someone just walked in the frame. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> That's what it was. And it was just like, huh, you know, it was a very dull movie. I say, I thought through the thing. <sighs> what makes it worse though is you're sitting in the dark in this room, right? Uh-huh. And all you hear is. <laughs> you look over and, and Dave's probably sitting back with his head back. Oh yeah, tell him back. And his his hands folded on his chest. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and every once in a while you go because <laughs> he stops breathing <laughs> and it's like oh my god and i'm like and i'm like i don't know what's scarier sitting next to him while he's sleeping or watching this dull movie and i'm like because i'm like and it's gonna be it's gonna be like i'm I, I thought i really did i thought at the end it's gonna be the big thing and like like you're going right you're like oh, oh my god but it, it never paid off. I, I nodded off like in the first like twenty minutes, and I did wake up and I did rewind a little bit. I wanted to watch the movie. Right. Yeah, be honest. I was like, "This is what's hard." Like Clive, come on. But you know what, Ed? Yeah. I actually did some some looking. <laughs> I did because I'm like, why is this movie? You know, hold on, I gotta text my wife. <laughs> Let's stop the show. Uh, I text his wife. <laughs> Sorry, so I, I told her I was at, I was here, and normally she would have gotten back to me. So she must have been doing something, probably playing Fortnite, knowing her. Um, <laughs> so I um, so I took notes. Did you? Yeah. Um, Hellraiser. You know who wrote the script? No, who? Our pal David S. Goyer. Oh God, <laughs> that explains a lot. I, the moment I saw his name, I was like, Oh, that explains an awful lot about this. I mean, yeah, Clive Barker, who created Hellraiser, the series, the books, he was executive producer. But executive produce, producer doesn't mean he's there every day at the shoot going, yeah, that's not how I would have done it. It's the guy who they put, as executive producer, they probably just put his name on it to give him, like, a little something, something. This is we're using your stuff. You know? Well, as I was saying, like, like anymore, you could, you could create a story, and it's because it's that character. He wrote the character. Uh-huh. He gets executive producer. Right. Like, he okayed it, and that was right. as far as it he went. He doesn't have to be there. Well, I just have to okay it, and I get an executive. I get a cut of the film. Sold. Right. Done. Right. <laughs> now, for those people who don't know, uh, David S. Goyer has hit or misses. Right, right. Like I say, there's, there's some great movies. There's some good movies, and there's some bad movies. I don't want to say great. Uh, but there's, it's like it's a fifty-fifty shot, and you have to watch it to see how it unfolds. And you're going, yeah, you have no idea what this character is or who. This, right, like or uh, how, let's how, see. Like this uh, kind of movie. He's written fifty-eight things, but I'll just go. Most recently, it was Hellraiser. He wrote, um, he partly wrote the Sandman, which I liked. Yeah. Uh, Batman Unburied. I don't know what that is. Fifteen episodes. Uh, a Spotify it must be an audio thing. Uh. Uh, he wrote a story by Call of Duty Cold War, uh, story writer for Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, Episode 3. He helped write Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> that explains a lot. He wrote uh, for Krypton. Okay. Uh, he wrote for Constantine, The Legend Continues. Uh, he helped write Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh-huh. uh, Da Vinci's Demons, Some developed by uh, Constantine, developed by him. Yeah. Godzilla, uh, the Dark Knight, the Man of Steel, because you know he was you know Snyder's boy for all the hey. for all the stuff. Uh, Ghost Rider: Spirits of Vengeance. <laughs> so far, I'm like I'm, he's been swinging a mess in here. Uh, the Unborn. Uh, hey Ash, what you playing? The Dark Knight, uh, Batman: Gotham Knight with a screenplay. Jumper, Blade: The Series, Threshold, Batman Begins. Um, Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Blade Trinity, Blade 2. I think he's got Blade 1 under his belt, too. Right. Uh-huh. Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> You're the OG. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Yep. Uh, Dark City, Sleepwalkers. Uh, I'm saying there's some good movies in there. Right. You know? there's, it's, it's like I said, it's either hit or miss, but again, 
good script, good director, I mean, bad script, good director, good actor. Right. You know, like maybe if yeah, hey, I'm such a good actor, I can polish this turd up and make it shine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or you go, you know what? I wasn't really Crow City of Angels. I saw that movie. I was like, eh. You know, <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, whatever. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't no Brandon. Fuck you. You know. <laughs> uh, his, I think his first thing was Death Warrant, a Van Damme movie, and then Kickboxer Two: The Road Back. Demonic Toys, Arcade. Yeah, I mean, he's got... Like, I liked the first Blade. Hey. I liked the second Blade. The third Blade I also enjoyed. Like, I liked the Blade. I liked Batman Begins. I like parts of the Dark Knight. Uh, probably the parts that he's not involved in. You know? <laughs> I just... Now I know why I don't play any Call of Duty games. Because he did Call of Duty fucking... Uh, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Call of Duty... Uh, Black Ops 2. Um... <laughs> He did Call of Duty Black Ops, a story consultant, you know. So he's done his share of video games, too. A Black Ops 2 story. Uh, yeah, great. So there you go. Uh, yeah, so I think that that's why it was kind of like a, yeah, movie. Because <laughs> I'm like, Goyer. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. <laughs> Well, it was, it was, it, I mean, it, to me, it was a tough watch. Um, it was. And it be, because, like, I, I don't like horror movies, like, at all. And then, like, it's, right. and it's like, I, I, it's not because I don't like anything about them. I just don't like being scared. And I was not scared once. And I was kind of like, dis, I was actually disappointed now. I'm like, I'm like, now I'm not going to have a nightmare over this. Great. You're like, <laughs> look, okay. Now, to me, the original um, Hellraisers. They were bloody, they yeah. were gory, there was sex, it was about sexuality and things like this. And I'm like, I don't I don't I don't get any of this. I mean, like, look, you got a nice I guess an okay average looking cast. I I, I thought the girl looked homeless the entire time, but that's supposed right. to be what she's supposed to look like, you right. know. Um the businessman dude is probably the only face I recognize, the guy who you know, the big bad guy you might right. say. Um didn't care that they gender changed the pinhead. Who the fuck cares? It's pinhead. You know, right. like I didn't think she was at all like intriguing. <clears throat> what makes a good horror villain in cases is their look and their sound and their presence. Mm. Freddy Krueger comes in, you know, boom. Jason, Michael, they all have this presence. Pinhead, OG Pinhead, had this presence, and you know. Oh, yeah, he's got this rocking voice. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't have the voice. Mm -hmm. She looked, uh, you know, pleasing to the, like as what Pinhead should look like, I guess, if you were going to, you know, gender bender. But it, she didn't have that, like, gravitas voice that made me go, oh, shit, she's fucking scary. Because she was hardly in it. Right. You know, you have all the other Cenobites that are, like, you know, with the teeth. And I'm like, all right. But it's the same, like, like. Other than to the like the, the end of where the villain gets it, kind of he turns into right. A, a, right. They turn of, him into a centipede at the end. That Spoilers. Was, <laughs> Spoilers. That other than that, I mean, that was like to me the makeup was the the makeup was lacking. I think if the makeup was better, maybe it would have been maybe. a better presence because I mean, we because were, it looked like a looked like a Halloween costume. I mean, it really did that we are talking Hulu money. Yeah, you know, which is not like it's not. Hellraiser wasn't making it to the theaters. Right. You know, this is definitely like a hey, made for Hulu, a Hulu original. <laughs> Oh, so basically, it's made with TV money. I mean, it's Disney TV money, but it ain't. Is it really Disney TV money? Because Disney TV money gives you She Hulk. <laughs> like, 
it's like it's like, I, I, I said i think i i think i sit by i think i said something that i'll best i go it was like watching showgirls on tnt Ooh. <laughs> it's like it's like oh showgirls oh tnt fuck like no like yeah yeah like never mind i'll pass, I'll pass. <laughs> um yeah i was kind of like oh. so what else did you what uh, else I, you watch? I watched uh, the, last week. A, a movie came out. It was the uh, Mortal Kombat's Legend Snowblind. Yeah. Uh, so I bought that and watched it. How was it? <laughs> I gotta be honest. These, these Mortal Kombat cartoons have no appeal to me whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, oh, that Mortal, oh. Like, and I'm a sucker every time, <laughs> and I'm disappointed every time. This one was a little bit better in terms of it because it was like you know like. Like there was a whole thing like the the you you have to I think if and I, I know I really don't like if you watch these back to back I bet you they make sense like as an <laughs> ongoing storyline. I mean, it does seem to be like they're churning them out pretty like regularly. I'm yeah. like Warner Brothers Warner Brothers owns Mortal Kombat, right? I'm like I guess they can't you know fill in the void between movies because that last movie was weak as sauce right. completely. I didn't. Some things were good, some things were bad. I don't think you needed to introduce a new character. You could have had a good story where, where the fuck's Johnny Cage? Right. You know, I miss right. my boy Johnny. Like, right. you know, but I'm like, oh, they'll do animation because they can churn them out. Like, ching, ching, right. ching. like, oh, well, our, our animation section is wonderful. Let's just do something different. And you're like, all right. Yeah, I, I think, though, this animation was a little bit weaker compared to some of the, the mm-hmm. Mar- or DC stuff that they put out. Right. I think, I mean, it's not it, it's not terrible. They're like the last half of the, the last five minutes of it was beautiful. Right. That's where all the money went. But that's where all the money went. You could right. tell, like, because like, it was a whole, like, winding clock thing that was a big, huge room. Uh, and all these gears were spinning and they were fighting amongst the gears. Right. And it was, like, almost 3D epic right. kind okay. of movie. Like, we have a set piece here. We're going to put all our money into this set piece. And you're going, oh, my God, it looks gorgeous. What do we got left? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Everything else is like pencil drawings. Right. That's exactly <laughs> like, how it felt. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Get the camera running. I got these flip cards. <laughs> Quick, now talk over them. <laughs> and it's like, like, we'll make it a wasteland. We'll, we don't have to use much color. Mm. You know, like, type right. Of it's post-apocalyptic. Everyone, it's all brown. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like brown, browns and grays. It's all we got. You know, that's what we can that's afford. It. It's all we can afford. Browns and grays. What are we going to do about it? Post-apocalyptic. I don't know. Set it in Australia. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Oh my God. Did you watch this movie? No, I didn't. I just... I, I know that the pit, you're painting a good picture, Ed. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, like it, it had characters from, like, the previous things. And and, and it's King Kato, uh, Kano is... The ruler yeah, of the always king of his own th- oh. of the wastelands type of thing. Here he finds this clock. Oh, yeah, I think isn't he Australian? Yes, he is. Oh look at that! <laughs> so, <laughs> so the puzzle piece is starting to fit. Oh, okay, so he's he's trying to he's going from town to town with his thing. They call them the Black Dragons, and in and they're going from town to town, taking over. Taking money basically from right, them, they're, and, they're scavengers. Scavengers, yeah, you go protection money. I'll protect you from everybody else, but you gotta pay me for right. it. We got some shrimp on the barbie, eh? I'll take that too. So, so what, what do you mean you're out of Vegemite? How am I gonna make my sandwiches? So, I mean, like the the. Uh, the, that's the thing. Like you have to be really into the uh, 
Mortal Kombat kind of lore. Uh, like, they, like it's because it's like, things. it was basically Sub-Zero is basically the, right, the right. one character. I, clearly with the title of that it is, right. you know, Snowblind, it must be, I don't know, if I go on limbs. That's the thing. You you, you you hear things. You think you think Snowblind. You think it's gonna be like a Witter-esque yeah, type of thing. Of course, now get in a hot summer. You know, I- and, and, <laughs> and 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 you think it's gonna be snow blindness that causes right. it. Now it wasn't snow blindness. There's that. There's another character. I can't think of his name, and okay, doesn't really doesn't matter. matter. Rah, rah, rah. He was kind of like the hero of the story, and he becomes blind because a general of the uh, King Cato's uh, army kind of helps him he plays as an old man like a you know weak old man uh-huh. and he goes oh there's a legend of the sword that you know like if you become undefeatable like so this it's called blind fury with Rutger Howard. it's pretty much <laughs> it, it is he's a blind guy with a sword <laughs> so she tricks him because he because the it's it's basically his family's legacy with this well it's a well of souls uh-huh. and the, the general is a character from from thing he's a weak old man but he gets he absorbs, absorbs all the souls so now he's getting his so revenge isn't on he uh doesn't that turn into uh shanks not uh shanks shang chi yeah your soul is mine yeah isn't that the bad guy yeah and does that who he turns out to be in the end well he he doesn't make it he's a he's he, uh, he dies pretty much like five minutes after he gets the souls from the well of souls you know and he throws the he throws the hero into the well because like because he gets blinded because all the souls hit him in the face oh, and it burns his eye devil right it's basically yeah it's, 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 you can take a page a lot of these books and uh, so the, he he's like kill me because he feels like now he's useless because right. he can't see. I can't see. Might as well just kill me. You so know. he tosses him in a well. So like, this, no, I'll do worse. I will toss you into this well. So there is actually a sword in the well. Of course there is. And it talks to him. Oh, of course it does. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like having a conversation. You must kill them all. Kill them all. We will avenge you. Your vengeance shall be glorious. It just calls his name oh. and then it, it tells him to get up. What's his name? I don't remember. I don't remember. Hey you, come get. Over here. Oh, wait, hold on. Can you see me waving? Oh, wait, hold on. Just get closer. Warmer, warmer, warmer. Oh, colder, colder, colder. <laughs> warmer, warmer. I know you're in water. Just get going. Warmer, warmer. Oh, hot, hot, hot. Oh, I hate him, buddy. <laughs> I'm, your fa- you're, I'm your pal of the sword. But here's, here's the thing. He's hold, when he holds the sword, uh-huh. speaking of Daredevil, he has the sonar of Daredevil. Because uh-huh. it keeps pulsing out so he can uh-huh. see what's around him. Yeah. <laughs> so he can see what's around him so he gets out of the well he falls to the farm where Sub-Zero is like basically retired because he becomes uncontrollable and he swears he'll never do it again if he just becomes things so he just becomes a little farmer in this town <laughs> Lovely. So, kind of <laughs> so he retires basically right. he's like look I can't I can't fight no more I, well, I need to calm down I, my sciatica nerve, oi! Well, the thing, sun's out. I, I get all sweaty and melty. Well, you find out. You find out later that he's his clan basically goes into a city because there's these what they call reavers. They're basically zombies that are taking over the city. And uh, they, I'm already he, out. Right. He, he decides I, to go in. So he uses ultimate power of the snow like blind thing, the snow uh, force or whatever. Okay. And he basically wipes the town out. All the Reavers and his own clan. He's the only oh. one that survives. So he decides he's never using this power uh, again. Okay, I, I, I never again. I, I can no control over it. Right. I destroy everything I touch. I'm, I become a hermit, a farmer. Leave me alone. And then blind dude walks up and goes, "No, I need your help one last time." He's like, "No, I'm not going to do it. Don't entertain." He's like, "No, you don't understand. This person's back." And he's like, "Shit, I, I, there's some sort of debt I owe." 
fuck, I got to do this. Well, it's <laughs> just when I thought I was out, gotta, you pull me back. Scorpion's here? Fuck, where's my pants? <laughs> <laughs> Scorpion does shit. See? It shit writes itself. <laughs> if you're going to so, have a sub-zero, you got to have Scorpion. <laughs> so, so the thing was, was that like, the, the blind, basically, after he gets out of the well and he falls, uh-huh. he's he ends up in the land the near the farm of where Sub-Zero right, is. Right, right, right. So Sub-Zero takes care of him, basically. Of course. Oh, I see a blind person. Let me help him. They'll never recognize me anyway. Right. Ooh, why are your hands cold? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot out here. I'm sweating, but your hands are just awfully cold. <laughs> Shh. It's air conditioning. Boy, we're in the middle of nowhere. How do you get air conditioning in a post-apocalyptic? Stop asking questions or I'll cut your tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you don't understand. I have to get well because Scorpion's in town. <gasps> Scorpion? Oh, you that son of a bitch. He still owes me money. Let me get my pants. Zip. Let me get my sword. Well, let me get my little mask. Dun, 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 dun. Hold on. I gotta get my side. Right, you're, you're, going, you're going way too far <laughs> out. I gotta get myself ready. Here. Test your might. Test your might. What are you doing? My theme song. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> song never once comes up, ever. Now, here's my question. The whole point of Mortal Kombat is they're supposed to be fighting in a Mortal Kombat tournament. Is it no, 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 no. That, 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 that is, is gone. gone. They, like, Thanks they did, to the movie, that's gone. They, they did that a couple of times in the, in the things. Now these are just like stories about the uh, characters. Like one-offs. Run-offs type of things. So you go, oh, I get a better backstory of this character. Or I understand this character more. He's not just a villain that no, you I don't hate. understand. It's not just, you know... Uh, select this fighter. There's a story. There's a backstory. Sub Zero's got beef with Scorpion. Here's why. Well, that's the thing. In this one, they're friends. Oh, oh, so it's oh, so it's it's, it's in so, the future. Right. So they're buddies. Right. So so he he decides he trains he trains the kid because Scorpion's here. Grab my pants. I'm not my buddy. That's the thing that makes me laugh. Though is there's several scenes where he's like in bed. He has a nightmare. Wakes uh-huh. up. He's in like a like a diaper <laughs> type of thing that that towel they wrap around, and every morning he puts his pants on, <laughs> puts a jacket on or whatever, puts on his, his clothes. So when you're like, put my pants on, where's my pants? My pants. <laughs> zip, zip, zip. Let's go get that son of bitch. You tell him winter's coming, and his name is Sub Zero. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, he trains him to the, the blind guy to to basically survive. Like, kind sure, of thing, right? right? I, I got to teach you the ways how to survive on this so, planet as a but, blind man. But if you you watch you watch it. You're going. That's not really teaching him to survive. Like, right. he's actually teaching him how to fight. Like, right, as a right, blind of course, man, right. Type of thing. So the he's so in the background. You're the best. There's a montage. But one of the things that worse is the fact is, is that there is a chicken scene where he has to catch the chicken. <laughs> so, so you see that. I can't see nothing, but it's chilly in here. Eh? Where's my sword? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I will feel your face, uh, Mickey. Uh, Mick, you're oh, a chicken. <laughs> Sub Zero. I ain't no chicken, rat. <laughs> Sub Zero, we did. 
show as as the training montage basically ends. There's fire in the nearby town where he takes his oh. food, his crops to sell. Oh, fire, the natural born enemy of the ice. Right. <laughs> so the blind guy decides to do something about it because they they find out right. it's the King, King Kano and his his uh, black dragons are, are taking right, over this right, town. Right. So Kano's like, well, I mean, uh, uh, Sub Zero's like, we can go to my farm and live there. Peace, never, fuck live, yeah, please. fuck everybody. We don't need to get involved in shit that ain't ours. You know why? Because we got that farm. We got food. We got shelter. What more do we need? We don't need to stand. I did my time, you son of a bitch. If you want to do it, fool's errand, go ahead. I ain't going to stop you. And then at the end, I have to I have to save your ass again. You, you know, you, you, what do you call it? You're not. Are you, <laughs> are you sure you did not see this movie? It's, it's you know why it it writes itself. It's a cookie cutter plot. Oh my god, I'm going to create a brand new hero that doesn't involve any, anything. But I have to have the other people. So now I have to fall. So now I need to pull Sub Zero. Be like, oh my conscience is getting the best of me. I got to help this dumb numb nuts. And all of a sudden, like, let me call my pal Scorpion, and we'll work together to knock over Kato. You know? <laughs> so he, of course, the, who the, was minding his business, running his own shit, and all of a sudden, some blind dude's got to come in and mess his party up. Fuck him! So basically, the the blind guy goes in and and just call him Matt, right? <laughs> Matt goes in and and fights and basically starts winning a lot, but then at the end, he gets overrun by you know the super you know henchmen. Sure, of course. So he gets the Cater Knights. <laughs> <laughs> So Sub Zero is like witnessing it, like he's from a distance, right, like right. watching it. From a distance, so, so he burns his, basically lets the chickens go, lets his yeah the donkey go, burns his farm to the ground. Cause that, and then Scorpion appears and he goes, "You called? You, <laughs> you called? Like did you get out of control?" And he goes, "Not yet." So then he puts a Sub Zero costume right. on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so the two of them now, because he's now hanging off this like X looking. Design X gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Matt is hanging He's crucified. The, He's crucified. Right. He's doing that thing where they're going about to kill him. Right. They're trying to figure out like what, how he learned his fighting skills. Well, you, your fighting seems very familiar. I just can't place it. And all of a sudden, Sub Zero goes, "It was me, bitch, all along." <laughs> and I brought my buddy Scorps with me. So, <laughs> the thing, like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like they're they're torturing him and all, and they're like, right. and King Kane goes. Does it feel cold and nipply in here? No way. Did it? Did it just get chilly in here, mate? You're like, oh shit! Shit's about to pop off. So Macos snowflakes. Oh, so Macos. Nice to meet you. I sub zero learned it well. Chilling inside of your doom. So he goes. You're the one that learned to taught me. Here he comes, and of course, oh shit! Fight ensues. Right, you know, and of course the, the blind guy, <laughs> the blind guy's got to fight Leviathan. I think it was okay, somebody, somebody. You know, like take a thing. And then there were some other characters which I've never seen before. Right, of course, because you, you, you can't kill them off. You can't kill off the the, the faces. You got to do scrubs, right? Oh, look at this guy! I've never seen him before. You know, he was the guy that was fighting on that that tower in the other game when you're playing a game. You don't know who he is. He's the guy who falls off, and lands on the spikes. Right. He's the guy in the spikes when you fall off. He's the other guy. Right? You know, I don't know Bill. We call him Bill. So, <laughs> so basically, Scorpion. Uh, I'm sorry, Sub Zero chases 
uh, King Kato into this room, uh-huh. and it's basically this beautiful design. I mean, like, right, like, right. like here's where all the money went to this film right. is like this, this almost three D ish like clock with all these turning gears gotcha. in, a, in a spiraling and all this kind of stuff. And he basically he says like he's done this like so many times. Like every time he's failed, he's come back here, touched the clock. And basically reset everything to the way he wants it. So, so Sub Zero now goes. We can't have this power. So they fight it out. Oh. He kills Kano at the end, and then touches the clock and puts everything back. No, he it. just like, leaves just it go. Leaves go. He's leaves like, I have the ability to reset all this and make the world good again. Fuck it. Right. You so, know why? You know why? Because I can't. Maybe I should really think that burning down my own house. Where am I going to live now? I survived it. Well, I'm gonna start all over again. Scorpion takes he's, he's like, zero hey, buddy, away. you wanna come live with me? Yeah, come yeah. on. And all of a sudden now it's the odd couple. Take the good <laughs> So So the kid the kid Matt has to now take over his clan and right, you find out start building and rebuilding. Sub Zero's the, the clean freak and Sub Zero's the I mean Scorpion's the slob. He's the guy who puts his feet up on the table while Sub Zero's trying to clean. <laughs> Two bachelors living together. <laughs> So, so that Woo. was that was it. All I right. I think like I said I bought that as a, a physical media, and then I bought uh, Fatal Instinct was the other movie. I oh, bought. you went bought that one? Huh? Yeah, the comedy movie. Oh no, no, that wasn't it. I bought that last week. I'm sorry. I bought Once Upon a Crime. It has John Candy, Jim Belushi. No, not Jim Belushi. Yeah, Jim Belushi. I'll make sure I got the right Belushi. Uh, <laughs> Could be John Belushi. That that would be a that'd be a trick. <laughs> Richard Lewis, Sean Young. Um, a bunch of bunch of comedians, basically. What's a crime? Yeah, Joe. Jo, uh, I feel they, like I've heard this. Movie. Yeah, and uh, the only reason why I bought it is because like I'm I'm now like getting the spoof movies like kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Clearly, he went through. He Ed goes through these phases. <laughs> so I was like, I bought Loaded Weapon One. I bought a uh, uh, Mafia, and then, and then it was just like, and I'm like, I kind of remember. Uh, 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 was it 1992? Yeah. And then, and then, then of course, that once you start buying these things, they start recommending like similar right, ones. Like, so oh, I was like, like, "You got this once one." Crime. I'm Civil like, "Civil Shepherd." Yeah, Civil Sean Shepherd. Young, Richard Lewis, Ornel Muti. I don't know who that is. George Hamilton. Is Giacarno a- Gianni. Yeah. Inspector Bonard. He uh, he always plays like a French a French uh, dude. Basically, George Amer- Hamilton. Basically, Amer- Alfonso de la Pena. <laughs> Basically, it's Americans that are going. Through the French Riviera, and right. there's a murder that happens, and of, of course. course they 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 kind of get blamed for the crime, of and they're because they're like around it a lot, so they end up you know uh, it's it's a comedy. It's, I haven't seen it, I've never seen it, I've heard of it, but okay. I've never seen it, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch it one day. I'm gonna let you know. So, but so that's that's uh, yeah, that's what I bought physically, and then uh, I'm trying to remember what I bought real quick here uh, off the. Uh, off the old voodoo for digital. Let's I, see. I, I bought some voodoo stuff too. Let's see here. I bought. Do you have any offers, Ed? Do I have any offers from voodoo? Because I had an offer from voodoo that I took advantage of. Did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, I was just asking. I'm like wondering if it was like a generic offer or was it tailored specifically to me? Might have been tailored specifically to you because I don't remember. The only offer I saw was a. Uh, I think it was like the 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 up till Friday or something like that. They had um, um, Parks and Recs, the complete season. For yeah, but that's bucks. the deals. I'm talking like you have your own little like personal offers they send you. No, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I bought. Uh, I don't know why. 
I, I want to see this movie. I think <laughs> it I, always I, starts off. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I see the trailer for this, and and I I laugh hysterically at this. It's at a the, horror movie. It's the two minutes I see. I, it, think, I, I think we're going to see it Wednesday. It's Benny loves you. It's about a little doll that looks like a like a like a fucked up Elmo that comes to life for this kid. I've seen the I've seen the photo for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so I bought that digitally. I'm like, oh, I'll try that. Unbelievable. I I, I bought it because it was cheap. Uh, one's bitten. Uh, with oh my god, I just bought that too with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. That was the first movie that I ever saw Jim Carrey in, and I I mean, it's what 1984, 86, somewhere in there. Um, it is 1985. 1985. Okay, it's 1985. I was in the middle, right? right? I remember watching this movie, and I thought it was a very funny movie, and it was. And I never at that point I was like, "Ah, that movie's pretty good," and I could never really find it. I saw it on Voodoo, and it was my one of my wish lists. But I'm like, I'm not paying fifteen fucking dollars for that. And I saw it with five bucks, bought. Right. I didn't. Even, I didn't even blink. I was like, five bucks, buying it. I don't. I don't even know if the movie even holds up buying it though. Because I just remember some in my head. I'm going. I really like this movie. I used to watch it a lot, you know. And then the last one was Return of Something that I bought. So. Yeah, Return of Something. I don't know. Something. Return right. of Swamp Thing. Oh, that's right. Because that's a. She's in there. Five bucks too. Yeah. So. Right. 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 So there you okay. go. That's that's that was my week. How about you, sir? Uh, okay. Well, um, I also watched Hellraiser. We talked about that, right? Um. I don't know if you noticed, Ed, but Clerks 3 is available for purchase on Vudu for $15. Yes. Uh, did you buy it? No, because I pre-ordered the... Uh, still book like yeah, I did? Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, well, yeah. I don't fucking care. I did buy... Um, oh, I did not... Uh, that's weird. I, didn't, I, I bought Clerk... <clears throat> excuse me. The... Uh, the documentary. The right? documentary on, on, on Kevin. Um, I also bought Slither, because that was a $5 movie. I like that movie. Uh, Slither, it's with the worms. It has Nathan Fillion. It's one of James Gunn's first directorial theatrical movies. It's um, alien lands on the planet, but they're like worms and they take over people. You you never no, would have seen it. You no. never would have seen it. You're no. not, you don't like horror movies. It was a horror movie. It's like yeah. a it's like a think a schlocky horror flick with humor. It's a good movie. I I recommend it. I bet you Dave saw it. Yeah. Um, I also bought Once Bullet. I <laughs> once once bitten. Um, my offer, Ed, though, was Bullet Train for $10. Get out of here. See you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you later, Ed. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I had a, it was $10 um, for UHD, and I'm like, do I want to get it? I was like, I'm, I, I want to see it. I was going to, it's a movie I was interested in seeing, a movie I was interested in buying. Because there was like a steel book coming out for like a Best Buy. And I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I'll get it. I don't know, Sean. Why wait? It's 10 bucks here. Voodoo exclusive right for you. And I was like, yeah. All right, fine. Click. You know, so I have Bullet Train. All right. Uh, uh, now, I, but I also did buy physical media this week. Did you? Target has a, ver- right, has a shitty movie so- section now, right? Yeah. So what they're doing is to get rid of their shit, they're doing a buy one, get one half off. Oh really? Yeah. See, and, oh, maybe I might have to stop by Target. Um, so lately, Jamie Lee Curtis has been pushing um, the Halloween Ends movie, right? And it's kind of got me excited. I like Jamie Lee Curtis, but I've never seen Halloween or Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. So I they had them, and I was able to get the 4K version of Halloween. And well, at first it was Halloween, and then Halloween Kills. Um, one was 4K, the other one was Blu-ray. Mm. And I was, I bought it at work, and I'm like, 
I got a little bratty and I checked the target by me, by my house, and they apparently had like low stock on the 4K for, you know, um, Halloween kills. Right. So I tell, tell Stacey, like, can we stop by Target on the way home? She's like, yeah, why? Well, I'm like, you're going to roll your eyes. You're gonna, I'm being spoiled and bratty about it. And I told her why. She's like, yeah, it's kind of bratty. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. So <laughs> I go to Target and I take my package because, you know, I got the, you know, like both movies still on me. I go to the section, the movies, and I'm like, I can't find it. Oh, fuck. They said they have low in stock. I guess, you know, let me try one more side. Usually in the end caps, there might be some movies. And sure as shit, there it is. I'm like, oh, sweet. Not only that, but then they had, like, you know, a slipcover for the Halloween movie. Like, they had slipcovers for both. Uh-huh. My Halloween didn't have a slipcover, so I took the slipcover off and I was like, zink. That <laughs> <laughs> was kind of an like, you asshole move. <laughs> so then I walk up and I do the exchange. I had to pay, like, an extra four bucks, though, but it was basically both movies were, like, under $20 at that point. Wow. Because it was buy one, get one half off. And I was like, all right, you know what? That seemed like a, a sweet deal. And I'm like, so I get to watch those two movies. I'm probably going to watch them, like, at this week uh-huh. and Halloween Ends is actually on Peacock streaming so I might you know sign up for a month and so watch all three movies so I can be you know like I saw all three movies Ed right yeah. but I thought I couldn't pass up the deal and I'm like well now I'm now I'm kind of stuck to buy the third movie when it comes out because I'm like I bought the first two I'm hope <laughs> I like them my CD won't not have in my collection I hope I like them these are shit <coughs> um, I gotta buy it uh, son of a bitch hopefully it's cheap right um, let's see now uh I also watched um, on on uh, Amazon, since Amazon now owns all the James Bond movies, they have this nice documentary called The Sound of 007. Uh-huh. Uh, hour and a half documentary on basically the music of James Bond throughout all the years. Like, um, they talked to Shirley Bassey, they talked to, it's basically it's because Billie Eilish is the one who did the most recent one. She's in it, but they talked to pretty much, they talked to the Duran Duran like they get through and they talk to all the people and how John Barry was kind of the composer, how where he started from, and it was a. If you're a James Bond fan, totally say like, hey, you know what? Go watch it. If you're a music fan or if you like soundtracks and how like where people come from and how like Bond has got such a distinctive sound, and they explain like you know if you watch Casino Royale, you don't hear the Bond theme at all mm-hmm. and until the very end, and they explain why they did that, like you know. And it, it, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. It fits now. Now I understand. Like now, I kind of want to go back and watch the other movies. And they also talk about like, hey, sometimes some of these songs we think are going to be hits, and they're not. Like they bring up uh, like an all time high, <laughs> you know, because it's from Octopussy. Right. So like, and it's usually like it's a big thrill. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna do this James Bond theme. What's the name of the movie? I can't wait. Octopussy. <sighs> like. <laughs> I don't know how to work with that one. Like, you know, so... Yeah. You want to play with mine? Never mind. I've got a... I'm an eight-legged freak. <laughs> and I'm an asshole. Because yeah, I don't think... I don't think... <clears throat> the, the, what makes it worse is that they only really know the title, and it's James Bond, and that's it. Right. They don't know who's in it. Right. They, what they the, know who Bond is. Right. With Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish, a lot of times they present a song, and they kind of have to bid for it almost. Sometimes it's like, oh, we know we want, like, uh, for Skyfall, it was Bond's 50th anniversary. They knew, they were like, Britain was all, like, it was very proud of itself because they had the Olympics. Um, Bond was turning 50. Um, Adele was real, you know, like, popular. She mm-hmm. was, like, a, a superstar. So it was almost like a no-brainer to ask her if she wanted to do it. 
course, no one says no to that. Right. And it's about trying to come up with the right song, the right sound. They even talk to um, what's uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage. They're there because she sings. I like tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow never dies. Mm-hmm. I like that theme song. Is it? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is it that one? No. It's tomorrow never dies is. Um, I thought that was Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Okay. So then, it's not. Uh, World is not enough. World is not enough. Yeah, that's it. That's right. You know, I like that tune. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't really received well. And she's kind of like you know, it, it's it's fascinating to hear. Uh, like Shirley Bassey did three Bond songs, Moonraker. Mm-hmm. She did the Moonraker song, and she's like, I hated that song. I sung it, hated it. That's why I'll never sing it when I when I do tours and stuff. It's never on my uh, playlist to sing. And I'm like, wow. Even the singers themselves don't like their shit. <laughs> For Quantum of Solace, they you know they without giving too much, they talked to Jack uh, Jack White and you know about because he did the Quantum of Solace you know mm. with the duet with um, what's her face uh, oh shit I can't believe I can't think of her name um oh shit well uh, she's also was also a judge and uh, shit she was gosh darn it oh well, you're gonna look it up aren't you yes. Uh, <laughs> So I, I highly recommend that, again, if you're a Bond fan. Um, then, Ed, um, did you watch the finale of She-Hulk? Yes, yes, I did. What'd you think? Um, <laughs> when Ed starts with, um, he's like not really sure how he feels about it. He's, he's trying to gauge, like, am I going to say something controversial? Can I say it sucks and no one be judged for it? Or I can say I love it and not be judged for it? I don't know. <laughs> it sucked. You didn't like it? No, no. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst. But I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what are you doing? And I'm like, wow, you're really breaking the fourth wall on this one. And I'm like, and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm like, I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, and I'm, and it's true. It's like, it, like who said it though? So I think it was Sip on it said. He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, this, this, the whole series. There is no point to this at all. Like each episode, it wasn't like you. It just kind of like strings along all this stuff and it's just it's just random things that happen right well it's, it's her, her life and, yeah. you know she's not it's a it's a what do you call it a, a, a law it's a law firm comedy right like there's not supposed to be some big bad guy at the end of it you know and, and, and i thought they were going to lead up to the leader like i thought he was going to inject spoiler he injects himself with the serum like you know the yeah. whole stuff and then all of a sudden his head was going to get big and you know like he's going to be like the leader and shit was going to go pop off like weirdly because it's She-Hulk, but then she's like, "Why are we doing this? This is ridiculous." Hulk shows up out of nowhere. She's like, oh, "I gotta time out," you know. And I liked the fourth wall breaking of jumping through the Disney Plus stuff. I think that was genius. Right. Her talking to Kevin. Right. Unfortunately, though, un- unfortunately, since my wife likes to watch stuff with subtitles, I knew that Kevin had a bunch of periods. It was an acronym for something before you see Kevin. Ah, okay. And I'm like. No oh, spoiler alert for Sean. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Stacy picked up on it, but I sure did. I'm like, oh, Kim's going to be something. It's going to be some sort of robot or computer. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, you know. And when she, I mean, it's handled commu- very well. And she's like, when are we going to get the X Men? Like, when are we going to go over? You know, do what we do. Hulk smashes this. Hulk. Smashes. Sometimes we smash Matt Murdock. I was like, oh <laughs> snap! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was. The show is. For me, it's just a comedy show, and yeah. you can pretty much do anything. And she's already broken the fourth wall. I thought it was—I thought it was smart. I thought it was—I I really enjoyed it. 
I don't know if there's going to be a season two. I hope there is because even she wasn't sure. And they apparently did a more serious ending too um, than than in how it ended. I was a little surprised they brought in Scar, you know, uh, Hulk's kid. Right. I'm like, but I kind of thought they were going to do that anyway because when him leaving to go to the planet, I was like, I wonder if they're going to bring his kid in. You know, and then at the end you see him show. I'm like, oh, they did. That's interesting because, I mean, I think he's a young Avenger. So if you're going to try to get the young Avengers going with, you know, Ms. Marvel and the new Hawkeye and with Kate and I'm like, and with... uh, What's her face is you know Black Widow. If you're gonna yeah. try, all right, okay, I'm, you're gonna need him. Like maybe at some point, everyone you need a Hulk right. like as in an Avenger team. Um, so I was like, all right, I thought it was fun. I was, I'm not hating it. I, I enjoyed it. I was saying it wasn't. I wasn't like terrible. Like oh, I can't stand this. I'll never right. watch it again. I, I also I like, just I just going. I'm lost. Like I was just like kind of like I'm like I'm like and I'm like it. Yeah, because because like to me it was like like. How the last episode ended where she was basically like holding that guy right. and then all this thing and they're like don't do it you know guys right like, and you know, and you know and they I be- love that opening though that uh, homage oh my god that was brilliant that I'm was- watching and I'm going oh my god they they I don't I think the woman that is dressed painted in green I think that's her body double for when they actually do the Hulk like her She Hulk because wow. like she's got like a body double where for for height references right. I'm like, that is just genius. I'm like, I, as an incredible Hulk watcher as a kid, I was like, ah, that's pretty smart. Like, Stacy has no clue because right. it's way before her time. And I'm like, good one. <laughs> Go on. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me I'm angry. And they're like dressed. I'm like, that's hysterical. Oh, that was great. That <clears throat> I love that. Great. And I was like, all right, you know, they're willing to make, you know, I mean, it's a show that pokes fun of itself. So, I mean, you can't, I, like how smart it is, it pretty much called how people were going to react to her anyway, and they bring it up to the show. Like you know, like I, I felt yeah. it was very good. Thumbs up for Sean. Right. <laughs> um, there was something I didn't want to touch back on. Okay, that you mentioned after the show last week. Ed sometimes brings content after the show, and I feel like this is something that we could have explored on the show. But instead, you wait till after the show because you're like, I didn't think it was going to be funny or important. And I'm like, hell yeah, it's important, Ed. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No, I don't. No, I don't. No. I didn't think I did. I'm, I'm just, I just, I, I made myself a note this week to go back to it because I'm like, because this is kind of like. This is going to be a surprise to me, folks, because I have no clue what he's talking about. Before I, I go know. back to that, I'm going to tease you. I also watched Rough Night on Freebie. Rough Nights, the um, it's the Scarlett Johansson movie oh, where yeah. she, where she, it's basically um, very bad things in the movie. <laughs> but Ed, um, I want to bring this up to for you. Uh, you told me last week that you were on TikTok. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I'm like, well, now you're bringing that up. It's after the show. I feel like, like I, I, I've talked about my that I personally have been on the. You know, TikTok is something that I watch when I'm downtiming. Mm. Like, if I'm on break, I got a half hour on eating my Chinese food. I'm scrolling through TikTok, getting some chuckles. It's late at night and I'm trying to fight sleep. What I do, I watch some TikTok. You right. know, like, hey, you know, it's, I'm uh, putting the dog out back, standing there watching her pooping. And I'm going, hey, you know what? Let me go watch some TikTok. You know, I forgot to mention the other person that you were trying to think of for Quantum Asalas uh-huh. was Amy Winehouse. 
No, it wasn't Amy Winehouse. Well, she's the one who was supposed to be singing it, but unfortunately she died. Alicia Keys. There you go, Ed. Alicia, Ooh, Alicia Keys is the one who... Oh, said- yeah, if I read further, it would have been yeah, Alicia Keys. Because it said record the demo, so apparently, like, yeah, okay. Right, right, yeah. Alicia Keys and Jack White did this theme, right. which that's the first duet, you know. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that would have been a trick. <laughs> he was dead at the time. <laughs> you know? um, so, Ed, tell us about your adventures at TikTok. <laughs> well, there was, it was like, what, a couple weeks ago? I, I forget when. you We were sitting here one night, and because he talks about TikTok all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, I just sit there and watch TikTok. Like, he's like, oh, it's like, I don't think, I don't think you even go to Facebook much anymore, right? I like, don't. I don't. I'll go to Facebook to kind of. I'll go to Facebook to see the news to maybe pull headlines out for the show. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll scroll and I'll be like, oh, it seems interesting and I'll pull it for the show. But most of my entertainment does come from TikTok because Facebook is, it, there's nothing there. I mean, there's no real entertainment value for me. There was one night, though, we, we was after the show, and your show, we sat there, I stood there, I stood outside my house for like a half hour. Right. You showed me TikTok videos that you thought were funny. I, thought I laughed at it. I thought right. they were funny, too. But it was just like, I'm like, and then she's like, this is what I do. And it's like, flip, 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 flip. So, like, one day I was loading something on, onto a server, and I was like, I'm like, oh, you know what? I got, you, you have to sit and watch the bar go from zero to 100. Right. You, know, you got kind of nothing thing. to do. You got nothing to do. You're sitting there, and you got to, you can't really, like, walk away and do something else. Right. You have to sit there and do this. So I'm thinking, all right, you know what? Let me, let me. Apparently, Sean's got a good time killer. Let me see if it works. Let's, or... see, let's, let's see what this is. TikTok let's see what this TikTok's all, all about. So, so I have to say, apparently, there's a lot of porn on TikTok. Or, <laughs> or, you know, there's a lot of women trying to, you know, uh, sell their wares. I guess or, or, or and, 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 Ed's already fallen down the. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, honey trap. So, part of the- so I keep flipping past those and all, you know. Right. Day day. Sure, I, you do, Ed. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple times I'm like, I'll just wait it out. <laughs> yeah. The problem so, is when you wait it out, the algorithm knows. Oh, he likes those videos. Let's send him more. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep trying to go scroll past it. It's you know. a th- I, I, you know what? When I first started, I fell into the thirst traps too. Like, oh, that's kind of cool looking. Like, oh, she's cosplaying. There's always like some sort of transition. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm like a regular average person, and all of a sudden I'll swipe my hand across the screen, and next you know, devil girl. Right. Or you know, you're like, oh, half naked girl. Or there was like a thing where they were doing like the silhouettes, where it was like. Oh, look, here I am. And they lean up against the door, but they change the silhouette so it's like a, bl- a red light behind them. So you don't really see, you see their silhouette. Yeah, right. And you're like, oh, look at me, I'm sexy. You know? <laughs> well, there's this one video, I have to, I have to bring it up. <laughs> I, I'm, they, I'm not going to give you a visual. I'm just going to play the sound of it so that way you could hear I it. I probably have heard you, it a million times. You've probably heard it for a million times yourself, right? I'm sort of thing. Uh-huh. So I was going to quick uh, pull this up real quick here <laughs> right. as we're chatting here. But the 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 thing that was getting me is just like it's 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 I'm mean, gonna I gotta bring up the mic right. I bring it up a little bit. I gotta bring up my volume here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where the hell is the? <laughs> yeah, I'm still learning, kids. I'm still learning. He's still gotta shuffle everything around. Yeah. He's like, all right, like. <laughs> to the... Wait, we 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 can't find the sound, dude. No, I found the sound. You gotta heart it to like it to save right. it. Right? How do you get to the heart ones? Oh, you gotta go to your profile. profile. Oh, look, it's like it's like teaching oh, dad how to, teaching dad how to use the clicker. No, I, I, I got it. I got it here, but it just took me a while. Ready? Uh huh. Oh, I got it. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. 
So that's that's a big one for the for the the, the you call it the thirst trap TikTok. Right, they're like sometimes what they'll do is they'll pull their shirt, right, and they like click dude, click, and then dude. boom, <laughs> and just hit the mic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they rip stuff like look like they rip it off, and it's like just a quick flash from what they were wearing. Right, like oh my like god, a or, or something like a bikini or a bra and panties, or some people do it, and like oh look now I'm rogue. Right. Like I I fall down the cosplay TikTok where people do that for like oh look at me and then they pull and it's like oh Spider Man you know <laughs> yeah I mean that's, some of those I've gotten you know thing thing I've gotten mostly the chicks but the thing is like like I start looking up different things so that way like you know like because right. like, you're like oh the rocks the greatest we watch some rock videos so right. I, did, I did select him as one right. of the you follow him I follow him and I'm following other people I and follow all. Gritty on. <laughs> 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 yeah. it, sorry that's right it, it's, 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 see I have stuff like this let me get my sound up because these are funny <laughs> ready okay watch <laughs> that's the one I get a lot too it's like an achievement <laughs> lock. like you watch something and then like especially there was one like <laughs> The best one I saw was it was Wednesday Adams. Uh -huh. strip call. Wait, wait. <laughs> she's got the knife. It's like some Asian girl, and she's like she bends over, falls, does like the death drop, flips over, parches her backs, her butts in the air, and then cut to a dude watching an achievement unlock, like goth porn or something like that. But why? <laughs> he's frustrated. He's like, oh, guys, like, damn. God damn it. There's one I just saw. I was going to like it. But I think Stacy gets annoyed when I do it because I think they're hysterical. Every single one of them. This one, it goes on like achievement unlocked and it's like, ding. And he's like, and you hear, you hear his, the guy's wave the back out. Oh, is that what you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> I was hysterical. I'm like, oh, that is because I think it was the I think it was the Asian girl doing with the name and think think Nick new kink unlocked and she's like, oh, is that what you're into? He's like, uh, no. <laughs> That's what makes me laugh the most. It's just like just stupid. It's just dumb, and you're going and you're going and you flip back and you 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 go. I gotta flip back and see that again, right? Or yeah, it was just it's on a loop. So you just stare watch again. Or sometimes what will happen is I'll forget, I'll watch something, I'll put the phone down into this constant loop, so I'm, I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh, shit. The algorithm now is going, oh, he's watched that, like, continuously for, like, 30 seconds. we got to send more his way. And it's like, <laughs> fuck! Now I have to swipe past those, so the algorithm knows, oh, he was just fooling around. Right. You know, some people I follow, some people I watch, and it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, that's, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> it's just this, like, mindless time killer. And some people are really good at that. At that moment, yeah. Some of them are some of them are not funny. Some of the, the ones that really get my fucking nerves though is they'll they'll show something and it's like I can't believe this and they're trying to open something up uh -huh. and they, it goes on and on and on and on and then it stops and you got to like follow right, them. The second one, right? And you if you click on their their profile, you'll see it. Like just watch and usually because there's a guy who does like these cooking videos and he's kind of funny and he was for a while doing it in this time span. But now he realizes that in order to, because he's got a blue check mark and you get paid for this shit, if I do two, and if it's interesting enough, I'm going to get two for one, basically. Right. And it's smart and it's genius. And okay. And so you're like, well, he's making this thing. How does it turn out? Because most of the time he likes it. So I'm like, I don't, I'll watch the first half and I'll scroll. You know? <laughs> but I'll watch him and he's like, you know, like, hey, welcome to Patty O'Leary's Patty Shack. You know, kind of he'll make fun of wherever he's eating. Like, you know, it's, I, I, there's moments where I go, wow, I'm so glad they didn't have that when I was around. 
I mean, I'd either be rich or in jail. All right. Because you know, they'd be like, man, showed his penis today on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and there's sometimes you can get away with a little lewdness, you know, like, but you have to kind of, it, it dances that line. Like yeah. there's a, um, there's one where it's, it's a boy, a kid, and he's standing on a, like on those water, water park and the water shooting up, hitting his nuts. He's like, take up my two balls, right? <laughs> you see that? That's all you right. showed it to me that night. Right, well, then there's like one. What are you doing? It's tickling my balls. Tickling my two balls, right? And then you can find out what other people have used that sound for. And there's a there's a moment where there's a guy, he's like looking, but if you look down, you see what could be someone giving him head. Yeah. I think they're just acting out, but it's like, it's tickling my two balls. Kind of like, oh, okay, because he's being kind of lewd about right. it. And now sometimes they get flagged by TikTok and they get pulled down. It depends like on, on what you follow. Like Stacy sometimes gets in the, she found her way onto like political TikTok because she's liked some things and right. watched some things. I am nowhere near political TikTok. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's, I'm like, hey, look, dog video, like, <laughs> oh, look, it's famous people, like, oh, look, it's just stupid videos, cheap and unlocked, like. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst is, the one, like, it was last night, I think it was, I was, it was, I forget what I was doing. I was doing something, and I'm like, oh, I got some time, and I'm flipping. I actually started flipping through TikTok, uh-huh. like everything. And I'm like, I think I went around TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I went 360 I degrees. I think I looped TikTok. I don't think that's possible. Because, because all of a sudden, it's just like, you know, it's just like, you ever play like the match game? Like, eventually, like, you the memory game, you go in. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, I've seen this person before, and it's the exact right. same same exact video. And I'm thinking, it just kind of, I guess, repeats itself. Well, if, if you liked it, well, I mean, if you... I didn't like it. If you watch a video, it does loop itself. You know, like, it'll, it'll re-keep it until you swipe past it. But sometimes, it knows that you found that, you liked that video, you found that video funny, and you watched the entire video... It's part of the algorithm. Sometimes what will happen is you'll recognize that video and you'll be like, oh my God, but if you have to watch to see who's who's playing it, because sometimes there's a reaction video ah. to it. Like there'll be like, there's a guy who kind of, you know, it'd be like, oh my God, here's a thirst trap and she's all kind of, hey, you know, sexy. And then all of a sudden it'll cut and this guy's go, did you know? And all of a sudden like some sort of stupid little fact that's kind of funny. You're going, that's kind of interesting. And like now you know kind of videos. All right. But it's 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 always kind of pulling out from like you're watching this one video. You're like, oh my god, she's half naked. Did you know? You're like, oh, he got me. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, like, like I I scroll through them right, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like it's like the live videos. Like as you got the oh yeah, t- you, you you have to like sync swipe or t- you swipe from their, their right contact, right yeah. to bring it up. Uh-huh. So it's it's because it says live, right? But it's the same thing, and then all of a sudden like I'm like and then it's like there it is again, right? Like. Oh my god! I'm like, how's your TikTok? Well, maybe because you're not, you have to like spend like some time. Like you're, maybe you're still in the beginning time. They're going, oh, okay. Well, he liked oh this god. video. Let's go watch <laughs> Jesus it. Christ. You know? There was a video. <laughs> now I'm gonna be flying with that. Right. See, now you're gonna be like, oh my god. So like, I'm scrolling. I'm like, okay. Well, I, I got a lot of like video game stuff and swipe. Okay, there's some reaction videos and all right. I don't know what that is. It looks like people dancing. Um, I, obviously, because I don't have the sound on, I don't know what's going on. But I'm like, all right, you know, like, oh look, here's that. Like when I was uh, when I was waiting while I was eating in the car, I did like scroll because that's what I did. And there's uh, hey Shaggy versus Shaggy, and drop the mic. You know, it's, it's a little, it's a long one, but it's it's Matthew Lillard versus Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. For ten years, Matthew Lillard, his 
been off the grid. His career disappeared, much like his eyebrows did. Shaggy versus Shaggy, but you really don't want it. Mine is different because I got a Grammy with that name on it. I'm here to break it to you, match. Shaggy never can't rap. Back. You're yeah. only famous in the 90s. You're a human fanny pack. I'm here to make you hot. Your career been tragic and sadly be served by Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> Matthew Lewis is like, all right. Don't joke about my eyebrows. One thing, though, you look like Lenny Kravitz if he let himself go. Off the great Shaggy, I'm the one who's ugly. I date Christina Hendricks on TV, so that's funny. The one hit wonder, mediocre entertainer. They play your song between the chicken dance and Macarena. You talk about my face like you some kind of beauty. How's your name Shaggy when you look like Scooby? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it goes back and forth because it's, it's from a TV show, and I'm like, all right, you know, like. But then there's the guy. Oh yeah, that was a, there was a rap battle show, right? Oh, yeah. Right, and then the guy who you never watched Phineas and Ferb, did you? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. God, oh my god. Well, the creator is also on TikTok. Oh. So here's he 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 stitched. That's what they call when you comment on a video. Yeah. You stitch that video into your video. So this is what his thing was. What's the music opinion that'll have everybody looking at you crazy? Not only was Van Halen better without David Lee Roth, David Lee Roth was better without Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I think he's right. (laughs) And then you follow him, and then he's like, he'll do like, uh, he's got like little thing like, this is why I write songs. Phineas and Milo and Hamster, I've written about 500 plus songs for Disney at this point. And I just saw a video that perfectly encapsulates the reason I put in that much effort. It's a girl singing. Right, she's singing. She's, I mean, she's belting it out. Like, she is really working it, right? Yeah. And it's not a young girl. It's like a, it's like an I adult. Mean, yeah, she's like in her early 20s, yeah. mid-20s. Like, definitely she's watched the show as a kid. But clearly, the show is like... It's right. her jam, right? Yeah. Well, it got back to her. So like she stitched this video of, <laughs> and, and you're like, she's like, oh my god, I can't believe he fucking knows who I am. Right. Like it'd be like us doing like a TikTok, and I make a comment about the Rock, and all of a sudden Rock stitches it, and he, I'm like, oh my god, he knows who I am now. Like <laughs> shit. <laughs> like um, my career. I'm pseudo famous. Like. <laughs> I am now too. I, I follow Kevin Bacon. If I ever do a video and Kevin Bacon likes and stitch my video, I am now one degree away from Kevin Bacon. How great is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so are you enjoying TikTok? Oh yeah, like I said, I've, I've been I've been scrolling. You know. Daily, I think almost you know, if not daily, every right. day, you know, right. every, every time I've like a down moment that I have nothing that I'm, you know, I don't have to pay attention to something, you know, guy kind of thing or, or it's or mindless entertainment. You're going yeah. like, oh, I don't really fucking want to watch TV because I, I I don't have time to get involved in anything. Like if I watch a show, I'm a little sleepy. I might fall asleep if I watch a two hour movie. It's like twelve o'clock. Fuck it, let me just scroll TikTok. And because you know, an hour goes by, you're like, fuck. <laughs> like, all I do is watch stupid 30 second videos for like an hour. Well, but as you say, that's, that was my like uh-huh. addiction to, 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 to uh, um, uh, YouTube. Because it was just like, I could spend like hours. Right. Like, I'm like, oh my God, it's three o'clock. Like, right. you, know, you like, fall down this well of like just mindless entertainment. Some of it's funny, some of it's not. And you're just like, and as you just scroll, it just learns what you like and what you don't like. And 
there was some people that I used to follow, like I used to see a lot, but I guess I must have, my algorithm must have bolted me out of them. Or Stacy says that if you follow them, chances are that you don't get a lot more of their videos because now you like them and you're following them. And there, there's no reason for it, the algorithm to show up randomly. Well, well the thing was that I don't know if you, you probably noticed this uh, already, right? But on, on oh. the TikTok. <laughs> on the TikTok. <laughs> on the TikTok, as I, as an old man says it, there's a following one and a for you. Like yes. Thing. So, yes. okay. So, because all the following ones with all the people I'm following. So, right, all of a sudden, right. like now, that's a stream. Like, I have Joan Jett. I have Right. Uh, so, you Star can, yeah, you can and, go and hit on any of them to go, like, what did Joan Jett do today? Bink. Right. What did Star Wars do today? Bink. Let's right. look at some of those videos. But then there's, the, your, for you, that's where it's like, Oh, well, you like Star Wars. So here, here's a girl dressed like Princess Leia, and she's making something funny TikTok or just trying to be cute and sexy. And you're like, all right, I appreciate it. Move on. Right. You know? <laughs> not hearting it, because I'm not hearting it. I think it's interesting. Move on. I'll heart like some of the cool cosplayers. I'm like, oh, my God, that dude looked really, really good. You know, that's amazing. Heart. There's a guy I follow, Straw Hat Goofy. He's like the movie guy. Follow him. He's got opinions. I, I watched him go from just a regular guy in front of like you know a screen mm. talking to now being at like Disney movie premieres because of this yeah. because of his, his his notoriety on TikTok. And I'm like, well, good for him. And I'm part of me is like, why can't that be me? <laughs> and I'm like, I have access to that information. I have a phone. I have a camera. We do a podcast. <laughs> we can just go. Hey, it's Ed and Sean live on our TikTok. Tick-tock, 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 come join us. <laughs> We're going to be funny. <laughs> you know, and next thing you know. When's that happen? I don't know. <laughs> the algorithm will figure it out. <laughs> so, good, Ed. That's pretty much my week. Uh, I don't think I did anything else. Uh, video game-wise, I do have a video game review. All right. We'll get to that when we get to the video games. Uh, I think there's a movie coming out that I might have to... I gotta check my finances, Ed, while you're going through the list, because well, I might have to pre-order something right now as we're talking. Okay, <laughs> well, let's go through the we're list. Gonna, Sean's gonna do an Amazon order live on the air, <laughs> riveting, <laughs> riveting right. stuff. Put it on TikTok. <laughs> Someone will be interested. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first off, uh, we're going to go through this release. We're going to do movies and TV. First, that is Bullet Train is coming out uh, this week on 4K. Right, not everybody. and all that. Ten bucks. Uh, I, I actually pre-ordered the actual physical media of that. Uh, Easter Sunday is also coming out. That Joy Kim, a uh, Joy... Something, okay. Oh, Joy Moy. He's, or, a, he's a stand-up comic. Yeah, stand-up comic. He's got a movie. Um, Batman and Superman, Battle of the Super Sons yeah, is coming. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of iffy on that. I I'm, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Give me a new wait. There's a new Mortal Kombat movie. I'll get that. <laughs> yeah, Batman. What do you call it? Robin. It's not Martin. really Batman and Superman. It's their kids. It's right. Yeah. It's, it's Damian and and Connor. Yeah, I think it's Connor. Uh, Pauls of Fury: The Legend of Hank is also coming out this week. Okay. And Pauls uh, of Fury. And, and this this one I'm going to say first, and then I'm going to have to apologize to Sean. Uh, Sean of the Sheep movie. Farmageddon, <laughs> you know, you, you were talking about like it's, last week was like uh-huh. their name Sean, and, like now they spell it and all. And I go, Sean the Sheet does. It's a U N. It's a U N. Yeah. So I apologize. Yeah, Sean you here. better. <laughs> for, for all right, here we go. Here's my favorite part. Four uh, K releases this week. Getting it ready. One I think is worth it. The other three, eh, maybe I don't know. All right. We'll see. First one is ET: The Extraterrestrials getting a 4K release. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Punisher: Warzone is getting a 4K release. 
Oh, is that the Steel Book? Because I, weirdly enough, because I know there's there's a movie that I'm thinking about pre-ordering, yeah. uh, the Walmart exclusive, by the way. Um, and I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe I will. And I watched, I looked at Blu-ray.com and I saw Punisher Warzone. I'm like, well, that's a that's a badass looking cover. Yeah, it's a Steel Book, and I'm like. It's Punisher Warzone. I was like, look, I don't own it. Shit, I don't even own the. I don't think I own the other one. I'm like, but that steel bolt looks nice. Looks sweet. <laughs> sweet. Sweet. <laughs> so, all right. So, it's getting the 4K treatment. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the Return of the Living Dead is also getting a 4K treatment this week. All right. And Tropic Thunder is getting a 4K release. <laughs> 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 uh, look, I love that movie. You listen to the next person, but the 4K really. Yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> Uh, this one uh, is kind of for me. It's the American movie is getting a Blu-ray release for the first time. And if people don't know American movie, it's a documentary uh, about a guy who makes a horror movie, I think somewhere in the Midwest. And it's a year-long project. And the bonus feature is the movie, the, the horror oh, movie they wow. made type of thing. Okay. But it's, it's the, 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 the documentary is Far more fascinating, really, because it's about his life and his his is uh, okay. everybody up in the films lives, you know, like right. kind of thing, and and like how they get to this point, basically, and it's 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 fascinating, it really is. I I saw it years ago, and it's uh, it was the um, also a Woody Allen movie Radio Days is getting a first time on Blu-ray, um, and then a lot of TV is getting a complete series on Blu-ray. Uh, we're getting right. uh, Breaking Bad, the complete series is getting on a, a Blu-ray uh, a pack. Okay. The complete series. Uh, the Flash, the complete A season is getting a Blu-ray. Uh, Charm, the complete series is getting a Blu-ray. This is a new, the new Charm series, uh, the the new Charm, not the okay. original. Uh, Doctor Who, Colin Bacon, the first complete uh, season one is getting a Blu-ray release. Justify, the complete series is also coming out on Blu-ray. And Legends of Tomorrow, the complete series is also getting a Blu-ray release. And that is it for movies and TV. Okay. Uh, let's move on to video games. We have A Plague Tale Requiem, developed by Asobo Studio and published by Focus Home Interactive for the PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, and Switch and PC. That's coming out Tuesday the 18th. Then we have Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, developed and published by III Phonic for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, and PC. That's coming out Tuesday. Then we have Them's Freaking Herds for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, and Switch, and that's coming out Tuesday as well. Then we have Uncharted, The Legacy of Thieves Collection. It's coming out for PC on Wednesday the 19th. Then we have Bertura Lost Haven for the PS4, PS5, Xbox uh, series S and X, and that's and Switch and PC, and that's coming out Thursday the twentieth. All right. Uh, the, um, now I never realized what I did wrong. Okay. Uh, Mario uh, plus Re- Rabbids uh, Sparks of Hopes coming up for the Switch on Thursday the twentieth. Then we have Norco for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X Thursday October twentieth. Then we have Second Ed- Extinction for the Xbox Series S and X, Xbox and PC, or Xbox One and PC. Sorry. Um, and then it's for that's for Thursday. And then we have the Jackbox Party 5 for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, Switch, PC, iOS, and Android. And that's coming out Thursday, October 20th. Then we have Vampire Survivors coming out on PC. And that's Thursday, October 20th. Then we have Gotham Knights for the PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, and PC. That's coming out Friday, the 21st. Then we have New Tales from, from the Borderlands for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One. Xbox Series S and X and PC and it's coming out Friday. And finally, 
Persona 5 Royale for the PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Friday, uh, October 21st. Or, yeah, 21st. All right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> there you go. All right, Ed. What game are you going to talk about? Um, well, what'd you pre-order first off? I didn't know. Uh, well, I'm... Um, as, as the steelbook, is that what you're talking about? Or? Well, no, no, no. It was... It was um, I thought Maverick comes out this week. No. It doesn't come out until November 1st. Yeah. But Walmart had... There's a steel book for it. Um, you know, for the 4K version. Uh-huh. But with Walmart, you get this... Um, extra metal cover that's magnetic that you can swap out if you wanted to. Okay. I'm like, it's kind of cool, but I know that the, the steel book is kind of a generalized thing. Uh-huh. And I think Best Buy is sold out. So a part of me is like, well, I mean, could I go with the Best Buy version? and Or do I go to, or do I try Walmart? And Walmart says, it'll be there by October 31st. And I'm like, well, I guess I can wait, you know, because if it comes out, I'm like, but that means I'll get it the day before everybody else. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a Monday. Ooh, like decisions, decisions. Uh, part of me is like, I'll figure out. I'll sit there when I get home. I'm like, well, does Best Buy have it for sale? Because, I mean, do I really need the extra cover? No, I don't. But it's kind of cool. Like, I right. guess you know, whatever. Um, but that's not what I was doing. And uh, what I've been, I bought last week. Oh, you know what? I didn't tell you what I had. I had an adventure too. Uh. I went to the doctor's office. Okay. <laughs> the standard standard doctor's office. Nothing, uh. nothing big. However, he did say, hey, you know what? Did you get your flu shot? I'm like, no, I didn't. He's like, go get your flu shot. No, oh, by the way, new COVID booster's out. You should get that too. I'm like, all right, fine, sure. I'll, I'll, well, I got to go pick up a prescription a s- prescription at the Target anyway. I'll go ask, right? Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, we got him. And I'm like, well, I'm off the next two days. Fucking hit me up, bro. <laughs> they're like, what? I'm like, well, can I, get, can I get them today? And they're like, well, yeah, we can get them to both. You want both today? Sure, why not? Like I'm like, what the fuck? I don't care. So I got the flu shot and I got the COVID booster shot all in the same shot. All right. Whoo, kicked my ass a little bit though. <laughs> I mean, I like in, instantly like within like uh, yeah, so you so, so sit and wait to 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, fine. I and I wanted my game was being released that day too, and I was going to have my wife pick it up for me to bring home. Mm. However, my company decided to shaft me on my pre-order. They didn't send it to me. Yeah. So now I'm mad. So I'm like, well, you know what? There is a GameStop right around the corner. on you know, And I'm like, I'm going to go to see if they have one there. And if they do, I'm going to cancel my pre-order at my store because fuck them. And I'm going to buy it here. Because, right. you know, when, you're, when you, um, you can go to, a, you go to one GameStop, if you want to cancel a pre-order, we got to put it on a, on a gift card and we got to read the numbers over the phone, blah, blah, blah. All right. So I'm going to walk in. I'm like, you got this game? They're like, yeah, we do. I'm like, I'm going to call my store. Boop, 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 boop. Because they recognize me because I helped them at, at my store one time. I'm like, oh, Sean, what's up? Didn't you know? And the, the store leader on duty was like, didn't you just work there? I'm like, yeah, I did. I don't there anymore. Boop, boop, boop. Hey, yo, I need you to do this, right? So I'm like, all right. And of course, now while I'm waiting, head's pounding. I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to go home. I just want to go home so I can curl up. Play this game and just blah blah. Just have a ne- next two days, no Stacy because she's working. I'm gonna enjoy my time off. Maybe take a nap though because I, I got the, flu, the the double dose right. Mm. I picked up PGA 2K23 Ed. Me and the t- 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 
Tiger Woods. Now, I got the deluxe edition, Ed, which means the reason why I got it three days before everybody else had my company giving it to me, by the way. Right. Everybody else got it that Friday. I got mine because it came with like special stuff. Some uh, like I'm like, I'm in. Like Flynn. Uh. You all right, Eric? Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how do I spell PGA? <laughs> no, I hear, I hear yelling in the background. Sorry. Ah, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, I bought a PGA 2K23. Okay. I was playing that. You know. All right, how was it? It's good. And I love it. <laughs> how realistic is it? I mean, like... I mean that's the thing. I mean, how realistic is it? Yeah. I mean, you can get very realistic with it as far as like like the. There is moments where I'm looking at the green. You will say, right. and there's like some water fountain, waterfalls going on. I'm going, God, that looks good. Like the my the people that I'm playing against, they look real good. The it's the commentary is good. So I'm like, I'm really, it's it's an enjoyable game. It's also not like super stressful. I also, too, don't play, like, you can be, like, super professional, like, where the wind, you know, you have to worry about, there is, like, a couple different ways you can hit the ball. You can do, like, the three-click system. Mm-hmm. Some people use the joystick to, like, the swing pull back, swing forward thing, the tradition. I call it the traditional. Um, I do that one, but I have to modify it, too, because my backswing fucking sucks, because my backswing ain't straight, so <laughs> I'll sell be like, okay, pull back, go forward. And I'm like, why is it going to the left? Why? Why? I don't want that. It's the wind's going. The wind's blowing to the right, and I'm going. To- what the f- like? And I know it's. It's. I'm like, I'm just gonna turn that off. <laughs> so not. I mean, not all my shots are straight, but I do have to kind of compensate for wind. Um, I'm not really good on the green. Like they have the grid pattern, and I can you know get myself like a little path to kind of like hey Sean this is where this is the path of if you were to hit the ball right now this is the path your ball will take it ain't going to the hole so now I have to kind of move myself around to try to judge where that ball is going to go ah, okay. whether it's uphill downhill so it's, I'm like okay well let me try to figure this out like do I have to let me turn a little bit more to the right like I see my little arrow and I kind of go eh, that looks like it might go there but then if I miss it it's a hard fucking left because it's downhill <laughs> so maybe I want to ease up on the club not hit so hard and Tap. So there is like some little ner- like nail biting, like, <laughs> um, but I mean overall it's it's really fun and enjoyable. It, it looks good. I mean, it's a PS5, so it looks pretty, pretty. Um, I because I got it three days early earlier. Um, I kind of feel like it comes with this Michael Jordan pack because uh, 2K owns NBA, right. you know. Um, and the, basically the pack is that when you, if you and we're playing a casual round with your friends, you get to pick your golfer and you could pick Michael Jordan as your golfer. Right. I was like, I was kind of bummed. Like, wait, I can't pick him for like my career? Like maybe I don't want to look like, I. It's, you have your pre-generated faces. I don't want to be any of them. What if I want to play a test Tiger Woods? I can't do that. That sucks. And because when you play your, when you play the my career aspect, they want you to look like, you know, somewhat, you create your own character, right? Because as you're playing, you um, while you're playing the PGA circuit, you have rivals, and if you beat your rivals, they, there's tchotchkes again. Like, oh my god, you beat so and so, you know, Clubber Lang. Here's a cap, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, you beat this guy. He's got these, these cool Air Jordans that are now yours that you can wear. You're like, all right, you know. Um, it's fun. It's relaxing. It's something I can do. Like, you know, like oh, you know, I don't feel like shooting people in Fortnite. Or I don't feel like being chased. Down by giant robots. So I'm like, oh, just give me a quick, give me a quick 18. <laughs> All right, I'm in. 
<laughs> no, no, it's seepy. <laughs> so I highly, I, I recommend it. It's a all nice, right. it's a good game. I, I don't play golf at all, like in the real world. Uh, the closest, now, now here's the, the question. closest I get is mini golf. Right. But I mean, like we have now, it's the only one apparently in Pennsylvania now is this Top Golf. This, right. This, uh, it's a uh, which is a feature in the game now too. Okay, but the. Um, we have one basically close to us that we yeah, get it's like the, five minutes away. Right. So, would you consider going? I've I've done cop top golf. Uh, my okay. my last um, store leader thing we did. One of the events was top golf. I didn't talk about it because I didn't feel it was like at all interesting. My my thing. Um, yeah, I experienced top golf. I wasn't good at it. <laughs> like, but I mean, like the more you play this, does it make you itch to go? Well, let's go to top golf. Not or, at all. Okay. Not at all. Because. Because number one, if I wanted to, I could just set it up. My wife and I could play actually fucking in the comfort of our own home. Because right. <laughs> they they teamed up with Top Golf, so you can hang, have like a like, hey, you're having any hanging out with your friends. You can all do the casual gaming. Um, I've done the Top Golf. I mean, after I got done, I was tired, sore. I'm like, because you got you know you have to work to swing, and you're gonna like, I don't want to do any of that. Just oh, look, I did it with my thumb. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's a nice chip in. Yeah, good job, Sean. Like, oh my god, I'm I'm top of the leaderboard. That's awesome. When I'm playing top golf, where it's like swinging a miss or swinging, and it, it just hits the top of the ball. So you goes dribble, 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 and off the side. You're like, oh. I know, I got some good shots in, but they didn't go where I wanted them to go because I don't play golf, right? To me, it's something you go like, oh, like, oh, we'll go, we'll get drunk and get hammered. Woo, we'll play, yeah, it'd be great. I'm like, I don't want none of that. Just, I just, I just remember the days like when when the when the Nintendo uh, Wii came out and people were playing the balling game because it was right. like it came, I think, it came with a system or right, like, yeah, there was Wii Sports came with it, it's right, very bit in the beginning, yeah. So everybody's bowling, you right. know, type of thing. So bowling alleys actually like started becoming popular again, right. like like type of thing. And like a lot of the kids that were playing were going, "Oh God, this sucks! This sucks! It's hard because <laughs> it's a heavy ball. It's not right. the it's not a Wii Mode controller, right. you know, type of thing." Like, oh, can I just put it through people's legs and just push it? Like, you can, pussy. <laughs> like if you're five. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, I, I I do recommend it. It doesn't make me want to golf anymore. I mean, like, I'll do miniature golf because that's fun. All right. But as far as like you know, hey Sean, you want to go hit, hit? You know, I've done chip and putt. You know, where it's like uh, like a small little chip thing. Um, most for the most part, it's been like yeah, you know, it's fun. It's interesting. You know, I'm all into it. That's good. All right. Okay. All right. So now on with the news, Ed. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's some news articles I got. Um, uh, let's see where we're going to start. There was a lot going on. Was there? Yeah. Um, not Nothing good, though. Okay. <laughs> Remove from me. Oh, you know what, Ed? Okay. First of all. Um, there was a there was a saga going on this week with T.J. Miller versus Ryan Reynolds. Okay, <laughs> so let's start with let's start with that. Um, All right. Let's see if I can get to the link here. This started on October 10th, by the way. Okay. T.J. Miller says Ryan Reynolds doesn't like me as Deadpool. He was horrifically mean to me on set. All right, T.J. Miller starred in, as the bartender Weasel in the first two Deadpool movies where he often sparred on screen with co-star Ryan Reynolds. But Miller, on the recent episode of the Adam Carolla Show, via, via Entertainment Weekly, by the way, 
that he doesn't think Reynolds likes him and therefore the two won't be working together again. Uh, Not that Miller would likely return the upcoming third Deadpool movie. The actor was accused of sexual assault back in 2017 and arrested in 2018 for allegedly making a fake bomb threat on an Amtrak train. Uh, Prosecutors eventually dismissed the case. Miller was also accused in 2018 of bullying his Silicon Valley co-star Alice Wetterland on set, which he denied. But anyway... So, you know, like yeah, on the set of Deadpool, Miller called told Corolla that Ren- Reynolds was hor- horrifically mean to me while in character as the foul-mouthed superhero. Uh, and here he quotes his, but to me, as if I'm Weasel, he was like, you know what's great about you, Weasel? You're not the star, but you do just enough exposition that it's funny, and then we can leave and get back to the real movie. I just kind of listened and thought it's it was weird. Then I got off stage because I was like, cut? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's exactly what. He, that's exactly why he said that. Miller continued, "Because I'm not funnier than he is at all, right? And because I'm not funnier, um, and and I haven't been in more movies than him, would I work with him again? No, I would not work with him again. I sort of wish him well because he's good at Deadpool. I think it's weird that he hates me." Uh, Miller went on to recall to call Reynolds an insecure dude, adding. He's such a good comedian that when you cover his face, he's so quick, he's so funny. I love him as a comedian, but I think after he got super, super famous from the first Deadpool, then things kind of changed. I think he was like, see, you guys see? Um, I just think he doesn't like me, and I thought it was weird how he expressed that, Miller concluded, stressing he wishes no ill will against the actor. Variety reached out to Reynolds for representative for comments. Um, Of course, we're going to be back in Deadpool 3. So, yeah, you're like, okay, well, that's... That's weird. I mean, weird. that is... Like, uh, I've not really heard, you know, like, um, anybody say anything bad about Ryan Reynolds? Like, right? You know, yeah, you know, I was saying, like, like, like to me, he's, he's too, and I, I, I could be wrong. I mean, I, I've, I've been wrong with a lot of celebrities. They look like, he looks approachable. Ryan Reynolds looks like the kind of guy that you could... You could hang out and have a beer with. with. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if go that far, but I mean, you know, you, you, could, you could say hello to him and he wouldn't be, uh, like... Uh, I don't talk to regular people or whatever. You know, like one of those kind of you know actors or whatever. Right. Like he would he would be nice, and I can't imagine like he would try and find in everybody like something like nice to nice. say. Right. Right. Like and a lot of like I'm sure you know. And Ed, there is a follow up to the article because it was going on for like a week, and of course people were throwing TJ under the bu- under the bus saying you're just fucking mad and jealous because you know like it's fucking Ryan Reynolds. He is funnier than you. You had a rising star, and then all of a sudden it just fizzled out because you're a piece of shit human being, sexual assault, mean, whatever. Like, maybe maybe he's just giving back to you what you give to other people kind of thing. But, Ed, this was on October 12th, merely two days later. Because people are saying, you're just crying out for attention, dude. Mm. Merely two days later, T.J. Miller says Ryan Reynolds contacted him over misconstrued comments about Deadpool set. Miller, who played Weasel on the first two Deadpool films, recently said he would not work with Reynolds again following an awkward on-set exchange. To revisit, Miller says that he and Ryan Reynolds have cleared the air after Miller publicly stated that he would never again work with his Deadpool co-star. During Miller's uh, visit to SiriusXM, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts on Wednesday, co-host Jim Norton asked him recently, saying that on the Adam Carolla Show podcast, that Reynolds was horrifically mean on one day in set. Miller told Norton and, and that Reynolds reached out to him about the podcast interview and that the two have since straightened things out. And Miller says, it was a misunderstanding. So I emailed him back. Now it's fine. Nah. <laughs> 
Silicon Valley alone went on to say that he had problems in the past due to, quote, not thinking about what the repercussions of saying this or that would be, he continued. It was very cool of him to say, hey, you know, I just heard on the show that you were upset about this, and I, and I, and I kind of said, you know, I'm not, and then we sort of just hashed it out really quickly. Miller added that he felt he had said all these complimentary things about Reynolds, including that he finds him funny, but the media coverage didn't emphasize this. I didn't think I, that I said anything that was negative. I, f- I feel bad that I was it was picked up, that I was it was misconstrued. But no, it was the next day. He and I talked, and it's fine. <laughs> uh, he, he basically, um, to re- he recounted that he described as an awkward onset moment between co-stars. He's like, you know, he told Carrera that he loves Reynolds as a comedian, but as a star, he seems to have left the success good with head. That's not very complimentary, is it? No. Now, so, I mean, so, Ed, basically, your theory is right. I, Ryan heard it, went, I'm going to reach out to this guy, and maybe we can clear some air. Right. Like, you know, and it apparently cleared air, and basically, TJ was like, I was wrong. Everything's cool. He just kind of, but he, he still kind of slipped on the rug. Yeah, yeah. Ryan talked to me. We were all cool now. Like, <laughs> well, how, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like how do you, how do you look... As somebody like you know, especially somebody like Ryan Reynolds, it's like going to me like going, you know what, you know what, Mister Rogers is a prick to me, you know, like <laughs> Mister Rogers, <laughs> Fred Rogers was an ad, a prick to you, yeah, no, we, unheard of. We, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call and go, hello, Ed, it's yeah, me, Mister Rogers. Rogers. What's wrong? I thought we were neighbors, right? You know, you're like, <laughs> you're I'm, I'm, I'm Fred, I, I Mister Rogers, it just, you just. I th- you were mean to me. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Would you like to talk to the king about this? Would you like to express your feelings? Maybe we can sit down and talk about it, and you can come to some sort of understanding. And you're like, okay. And then you have this conversation. You realize that Mr. Rogers is actually really a decent person. Maybe you're the one who fucked up. Right. That's like, how, how, do you, how do you walk away from that and go in? you know, I was an ass. Like, like you, you don't want to – like, no guy – I mean – I mean, some guys it's are, but... It's hard for people to swallow their pride long enough and go, you know what? I fucked up. No, he did say, look, I do have a habit of th- of saying some things and not thinking about the repercussions of what I'm saying. Right. However, in this case, you did say something. Ryan heard about it. It's like, it's like you know, and you're going, oh, shit. It's like it's like me bad mouth on The Rock, and The Rock goes, did you say something? And you're like, oh, I'm fucking dead. Because <laughs> like, you just realize, like, Ryan Reynolds is probably one of the biggest stars on the planet at the moment. Right. And he could squash you like a cockroach if he wanted to. Right. If he was that kind of person. He doesn't come across as that kind of person. He seems like a genuinely decent human being. Hence the reason why he reached out privately and went, dude, is everything all right? You want to have you want to talk about this? I'm sorry. Did if I did I hurt your feelings? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Had you said something, we I would have done I would have apologized right there on the spot. Had I known you felt this way, I, I feel bad that you've gone through this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and then secretly now, Ryan Reynolds, like, black blo- blacklist T.J. Miller and every, like, casting call. Right. They're calling. The phone. You, you tell those fucking agents, if I hear the phrase T.J. Miller, it better be for T.J. Max, the, where you're getting my clothes at. Because <laughs> if I hear T.J. Mm, and it ends up iller, you're all fired. <laughs> Thank like, you. Know, uh, TJ, we just got back there. Ryan heard about it, and uh, apparently your stock's plummeting. Plummeting badly. 
Like, you're not even able to do a McDonald's commercial when you're through with this. Wendy's? <laughs> nope. You think you, you'll be going, you're going to be going back to those Levi jeans commercials you did in the 80s. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know if you did it. Just... <laughs> I mean, it was a fall. All of a you look it up like, like oh, my God, I fucking did it. Like, I'd be like, oh, my, somewhere in my subconscious, I'm like. T.J. Miller into the Levi's commercial. Actually, no, he was not even coming Levi. from Levi's. He was a Sassoon man. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead without my Sassoon. <laughs> He's the male version. <coughs> Nothing becomes between me, me and my Sassoon. My Jordash. You're right, my Jordash is, oh my God. Jordash for men. Hi, I'm TJ Miller. Most poster for teeth for Jordash for Jordash for men. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is going fucking he's too good for that <laughs> give him the Oshkosh Bagosh ads <laughs> so you know like, like, yeah, Ryan just kind of reaches out and goes dude I'm sorry that you felt this way I, I apologize and Miller now has to kind of eat crow and be like no everything's fine because it probably more went like this dude what the fuck <laughs> You like, look like you make like, a, us all look like an ass. Like, hey, dude, you do know I'm coming up to make Deadpool 3, right? <laughs> you do want to be part of it because I wanted you to be a part of it. Now, maybe not so. <laughs> How about you just retract that statement, buddy, and say we're cool, and maybe you'll have a little walk-on part. You know, you don't want you don't want your cameo to be in Deadpool 3, just a photo, and said, oh, I wish I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe make a joke about it. Go, he was going to be in the sequel. He was going to be in the movie, but I submit I, he didn't. I was, apparently am too mean to him. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, he was born in 1981. I was, I was kind of oh, curious. Kind of chronological. So it'd be more like he'd be more in like uh, Pampers commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's trying to find out T.J. Miller's first acting gig. Right, like, like a, not looking up the first commercial. Apparently, it was a Super Bowl ad in 2016. <laughs> oh, boy. So there you go. Okay, well, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, apparently, Ryan Reynolds and Colin Hanks are making a documentary about John Candy. <laughs> Isn't it weird how things go? You bought a movie with John Candy in it? Yeah. I'm talking about Ryan Reynolds. And guess what? Ryan Reynolds and Tom Hanks' better kid. Colin Hanks, they're about to make because not Chad. I tell you that much. Chad Hanks, the rapper. Woof. <laughs> they're making. Oh my God, the- Chad Hanks is is <laughs> that way. Chad Hanks is Tom Hanks' other kid. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, see you later, Ed. Fuck out of here. <laughs> wow, Ed's learned a whole bunch of stuff today. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, yeah. Chad Hanks, the rapper who yeah. doesn't, uh, I don't know, is he a rapper? I don't know. Oh. I'm sure he's got fans. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> so the project has the approval and support of Candy's family, by the way. Uh, Ronald Reynolds seemed to have be having a good year. He put Hugh Jackman in Deadpool 3. He has an Apple TV Christmas movie coming out with Will Ferrell. He, well, someone, obviously, this is between the controversy. And he never has to work with T.J. Miller again. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Not anymore. Maybe he will. 
And in addition to the regular good stuff that he's always going on, like buying soccer teams and secretly turning everything into a stealth ad for Aviation Gin, everybody check under your chairs. <laughs> uh, now, seemingly based entirely on the fact that Ryan Reynolds loves John Candy, his production company has started developing a documentary about the late Canadian comedian actor. Uh, icon, sorry. And earlier this week, Ryan Reynolds posted about his intentions on Twitter saying, with John Candy trending, I just say I love him so much... So much so, production company Maximum Effort is working on a documentary on his life with Colin Hanks. Expect tears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the people's story on the news got the confirmation that it's true, um, but we don't know what Hanks' specific involvement is yet. Um, actually, Colin Hanks has done some do- other documentary stuff. I think he did uh, the documentary about, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Tower Records. Oh, was that him? I think so. <laughs> it was that him. It was like, Ed, you fucking angry for no reason. It was at him. Like, <laughs> 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 see all filmography. <laughs> Director of The Amazing Adventures of Wally and Worm, Eagle of Death Metal, <laughs> Nightmare Strong, all things, all things must pass. Uh, it's the, it's we call it about Tower Records. <laughs> oh him! Like jeez, dude, what the fuck did Tom Hanks' kid do to you? <laughs> Colin's the good one. I would expect that attitude coming from Chad. <laughs> if I mentioned it was Chad Hanks, you'd be like, oh him. <laughs> I like Chad. <laughs> Chad Hanks did never did nothing oh, wrong man. to my me. <laughs> Cat Colin Hanks, that motherfucker. <laughs> you mean that documentary? He owes me ten dollars. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my money back. <laughs> Snake in my boot, you get a foot in my ass, in your ass. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, uh, so his people also confirmed that John Candy's family is involved in the project and will be giving maximum effort uh, access to his archive and home video footage. Uh, Candy died of a heart attack in 1994 while filming Wang in the East. In 2019, the 25th anniversary of Candy's death, Reynolds tweeted out a tribute view- video that called him a comedic genius and a Canadian hero. He also tagged Candy's children, Christopher and Jennifer, both who are also shared Reynolds' tweet about the documentary. So, guess what? Uh, I guess expect a, a John Candy documentary. I look forward to it. I, me too. I, I, I always enjoy John Candy's work. Uh I do have quite a number of his films. You know. Uncle Buck is classic. Yeah. Classic. Planes, Trains, and Automobile, instant classic. Classic, yeah. Barf, Spaceballs. Come on. Bartholomew. <laughs> I'm my own best friend. <laughs> Funny, she doesn't look Jewish. <laughs> some of his dramatic work was very very good as well. I mean, some of the stuff he's done. Uh, he yes. Did, you know, some... some I think he did something at JFK, which was really brilliant. I'm, yes, I, I was watching. Yeah. I was watching some like little documentaries that YouTube puts together for for John Candy and all. And it was just like some of the stuff. It's like wow, I didn't even know that. You know, like it's it's so like like his he could play a lot of different roles. He like he had, he had like a wide spectrum of of uh, talent. You know, type of thing. I still remember him from like the old SCTV days. Right, you know, right, right. Way that's, back. Yeah, you know, that's how I remember him too. It was like hey. You, if you like Saturday Night Live, here's some people from Chicago that are just as funny. Yeah. You know, you're like, really? I don't think so, but go, 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 go. Good day, eh? You know, <laughs> hoser. It's, you know. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, 
we never would have Eugene Levy came from that whole town, that whole thing. Well, as I say, Second City, a lot, we, of, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the not pretty prime time players from Saturday Night Live were from right. Second City from right. SCTV. They just decided to like, make. Oh my god, I gotta make it big in New York because right. Second City TV wasn't a, a wasn't televised at the time. No, no, we like we. I remember seeing SCTV like play through PBS. Believe it or not, like right, like, like late late night, night. right? Yeah. Oh, I remember that those days. Yeah, you know, uh, Martin Short was another one that was big. You know, like there was a lot of actors who came out of, out of SCTV that were huge. That you know, kind of made careers based off of like their comedy and like and beyond. You know, it was just and it's just amazing. So anyway, okay. I digress. Um, okay, so I I have some um, some movie news. I cause clearly because that's what we do. Um, since we're on the Ryan Reynolds train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. It's all Ryan Reynolds. All <laughs> Ryan Reynolds all day, every day. <laughs> Welcome to Geeksters, a.k.a. Ryan yeah. Reynolds. They hear <laughs> I'm hoping he hears the show and gives us a little shout-out. I'll drink your Avion gin. <laughs> I'll join your Mint Mobile t- phone company. Is it cheaper than I'm paying now? Uh, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> if I plug it, can I get it free? I'll give you maximum effort. Oh! <laughs> anyway... Apparently, according to Variety, Disney delays Blade, Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, Secret Wars, and more Marvel movies. Uh, Disney apparently overhauled its film schedule, delaying the releases of Blade and Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, and other major properties. As a part of the shuffle, Blade has now moved from November 3rd, 2023 to September 6th, 2024 which created a ripple in the rest of the MCU. Deadpool 3 has relocated from September 6, 2024 to November 8, 2024. Fantastic Four has shifted from November 8, 2024 to February 14, 2025. An untitled Marvel movie has been pushed from February 14, 2025 to November 7, 2025. All right, Avengers Secret Wars delayed from November 7, 2025 to May 1, 2026. And another untitled Marvel film set for May 1st, 2026, has been removed from Disney's calendar. <laughs> like that last one's left over. What are you going to do? Toss it. <laughs> well, we haven't even gotten there yet. We still need to get through all these movies, introduce all these other characters before we can get to that guy, that person, that adventure. So you know what? Well, Let's just scrap it. That's, well, that's the thing. Like, like I think we talked about that last week. It was like one of the actors, I think from Blade or something like right, that. Right. Marshall Ali has not been happy with things. Uh, the director just left. Right. So there's obviously some sort of creative difference going on. So he he might be leaving the project like sooner or later because like he might be like I need to I need to do other jobs. Like I can't right. Just- I can't be tied down to this this blade thing. I mean I'm now I'm working out. I'm doing the fight choreography. My director just left. I'm kind of frustrated with it because I'm putting all this work in. I'm not getting anything out of it. Or nothing's going to happen. I'm going to walk. Find yourself another fucking blade. Right, and then of course, like that, that unnamed project of four years. Whoever was attached to that, right, probably it's like, like going, fuck. fuck. Jason Bateman sitting there going, "That was my chance. That's <laughs> finally going to get into MCU." And fuck. Yeah. Oh, finally, Michael J. Fox is coming back, and that was his big break. And he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> I was coming back. I was. I was. <sighs> I was Tremor Man. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> too, too soon. soon. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Oh. <laughs> hey. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, shakes the clown. <laughs> Bob 
Bobcat Goldthwait comes out. That's all. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, let's move on. It gets worse. Uh, Alright, hold on. Let's just get to the next thing. Alright, so um What's right. is doing now? <coughs> Um, Ronald Reynolds right now isn't doing anything, but I am going to take a shift from Marvel to DC. Oh, okay. Dwayne Johnson absolutely plans to make a Black Adam vs. Superman movie. That's the whole point of this, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apparently through Variety, um, Dwayne Johnson recently told Cinema Blend that the whole point of bringing Black Adam to the big screen in his own standalone movie is so that one day they can make a Black Adam vs. Superman movie. Johnson has often been asked by his fans which character would win in a fight, and he said it depends on who's playing Superman, he said at Comic-Con over the summer. When asked directly if he intends to make a movie where Black Adam fights Superman, Johnson replied, absolutely, that's the whole point of this, man. (laughs) He's like, I've been saying for some time, this is a new era in DC Universe, and that's about to begin. And what I mean by that, it was introducing a brand new character. It, uh, it was introducing a brand new character. It's not a sequel, not an existing IP. It was, you know, Black Adam. Two years ago, the world had no idea who he was. We did, but now, but not the rest of the masses out there. What I really meant by this is a new era in DC Universe is listening to the fans and doing our best to give the fans what they want. Uh, that's the end. Oh, that's not the end of the article. Uh, Johnson stressed that I have been listening and I have been wanting to address fans for years regarding the desire to have Black Adam and Superman fight in the big screen. I have been waiting for someone to step up and address the fans and say, hey, we heard you, Johnson added. So finally, after many months turning into many years, we ended up what we ended up at. And the whole goal and intention now is in the, is is to this new era, new time, now let's build out. Uh, apparently, his film opens October 31st, This, this uh, actually this month. So I mean, by this time next week, there could be Black Adam is going to be out in the out in the theaters, Ed. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to see it. Oh, you are? Yeah, uh, I got tickets already. Yeah. I, I I do want to see it, but I'm I don't have time. <laughs> I'll be seeing it actually right before the show. I'll oh, be I'll be, I'll be yeah, fresh be, in my mind. I'll fresh. Be, uh, I'll be hot off the press. Well, I'll be coming in and and setting up, and then a bam, Black Adam. You know, so. <laughs> Ed, what you got? Black Adam. <laughs> What do you mind you say like that? Because he's black at him. He take no shit from nobody. <laughs> I wouldn't let him give him more shit as Chuck Norris. Oh! Um, I don't know why you sent this to me, but Dune Part 2 is arriving earlier than expected. I don't know why. So I'm like, yay, that's great. I, I don't. I sent that to you? Yeah, you did. Why would I save it? I don't know. Why would I save it? Uh, all right, so now speaking of Batman... Did you know Pierce Brosnan had a, said something to Tim Burton with cost him a role in Batman? No. Yes. I got it right here. Again, from Entertainment Weekly, Ed. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan reveals stupid underwear comment to Tim Burton that might have cost him Batman role. And he did say the best man got the job, the Black Adam star said eventually eventually Batman Michael Keaton. <laughs> really? It was between... Uh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan's emotions sent out a bad signal of distress when he realized a playful comment he made might have cost him the lead role in Tim Burton's DC movie masterpiece, Batman. 
He says, I went up for Batman way back in the day when Tim Burton was doing it. Obviously, I didn't get the job, he said on Jimmy Fallon recently. I remember saying something stupid to Tim Burton. I said, I can't understand why any man would wear this underpants outside his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I'm, I'm. You know what? Let's hear it right from his mouth. As always, buddy. Uh, looking on the cover of GQ magazine right here, by the way. That's so yeah. Well, I mean, come on. It's, it's suave, debonair bond. Those are the ones. My boys. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah they're inside as well. But look. But, but come on. Let's go uh, back to you. Tonight is about you. This. What is? I'm not. We're not listening all seven minutes. <laughs> um. The British actor went on to lead James Bond blocker for a franchise throughout the late 90s and early aughts and admitted that though he didn't play Batman for Burton, the best man got the job, referring to eventually the series star's Michael Keaton. <laughs> Dr. Fate and I were meant to meet on the same page, he said, he added. However, voicing anticipation for the character in Black Adam, another DC comic adaptation in which he plays the iconic figure opposite Dwayne Johnson. Uh, Keen's performance in Batman element cemented his A-list status in Hollywood. After teaming with Burton for both Batman movies, he went to reprise his role in shelved Batgirl film. Uh, so yeah, Black Adam th- hits theaters Fridays. Watch Brosnan's full interview. So yeah, so he could have been <laughs> Wayne, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild to hear that Wayne, Bruce Wayne. Because I'm trying to think, like, he was, he was Bond in 95. Right, right. right. I think so, yeah. Um, so on, it was 89, see. you know, the first Batman. I, think. I mean, okay. I'm probably going to say, um, oh, let me see. Wow, that's, that's just wild to hear, like, just that, that idea, like, how Pierce Brosnan James Bond, well, before he was James. Because that, that would have changed his career dramatically well sure would have i mean okay so his filmography let's just kind of go back um uh, pierce's first of all 105 films it's good for him let's go back to 2012 scroll scroll scroll. (laughs) go for him go for him him. he's got movies he's got movie money apparently he played pierce brosnan in an episode of moonlighting i'm like i don't remember that one well now shit i gotta go back uh let's see uh professionals hammer the house mirror cracked um, Nomads, Moonlighting, Diet Coke, Pierce Brosnan, James Bond style television commercial. That was in 1987. <laughs> so he he played a kind of a James Bond role. But 1982 to 1987, he was in Remington Steel. Yeah, uh, and that's what kind of fucked him over on the Bond role because there was supposed to be one last. They they canceled the show, and then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna make Pierce Brosnan James Bond." And they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! He's still in the contract for one more season." Right, and they're like. Well, now he can't do the film. Who we got next? Timothy Dalton. I guess he'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pierce had to, you know, kind of sit there and grumble and probably hated that last season. Like, fuckers, man, you kind of jipped me out because it wasn't until um, da, 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 da. Well, it wasn't until 1995. Yeah, I mean, he was already in what he called uh, Mrs. Doubtfire by then. <laughs> <laughs> He was in Taffin, uh, Diet Coke, Pierce Brosnan, James Bond style commercial. Ad. So he was, I mean, this was 1988, so they were just gearing up. I mean, he was doing every, shtick and everything. Yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah, nope, sir, sorry. Murder 101, Remington Steele. Uh, okay, whatever. Did they make a movie? Victim of Love, Lawnmower Man, 1992. So, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, 1993, and then 
bless you, Thank you. Bond in 1995. You know. Yeah, it's just saying it's just it's 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 just so wild. I mean, like how how much of an impact Pierce Brosnan would have had as right. Batman? But do you think he would have gotten the James Bond role then? That's the question. That really, because I mean, like you're going, he's bo- he's you know, man, Batman. You know, he's you know got the cod piece on, and he's. <laughs> I'll take my, I'll take my justice the way I like my drinks. <laughs> Shaken, not, not stirred. stirred. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> wow, it worked itself in there. Sorry, I would have. People would have been stitch that in there. Oh, people would have been disappointed if I didn't take the shot. <laughs> um, he's a fucking national treasure. I love Michael J. Fox and everything he's ever done. I, I, when I say his name, I mean in an utmost respect. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what was we talking about? Pierce Brosnan is Batman. Let's say like like how. First of all, I've never heard Pierce Brosnan do an American accent. Yeah, that would be weird. So I, I mean, I, how? And isn't he from like? Isn't he not even... He's from Ireland, Ireland I right. think. Yeah. So uh, from- Pierce Brosnan. Here you go. Uh, well, the world is not enough. Uh, he was born in Drogdea, County Louth, Ireland. Uh, in To May Smith, a nurse. He's born May 16th. Oh, he's a tourist. Look at that. <laughs> My boy. Represent. <laughs> Sean, he wasn't born on your birthday, but it's six days away. <laughs> Counts. It counts. It counts. He's same, same 1953. So same. I'll almost be 53. <laughs> Anything I could do. <laughs> no, I swear. <laughs> so, I mean, it would have been weird. I mean, he would have to have done, a, I would assume, an American accent. You know? Well, I say, would, would, would that destroy his career as Bond? Like, it's like it's it's a it's a fifty fifty coin. I go, you go. If he if he was successful as Batman for Tim Burton's Batman, he would obviously have done the sequel, like right. like uh, uh, like Keaton did. Keaton did right type of thing. And then it's just like, would it gone would have gone on from there? Like, kind would of he have done Val Kilmer? Would he have done Batman forever? forever? Right. I don't think he would have. I think he would have been in for two. I think I think I, think, I was, think the same so, thing because even because you had a new director, so it was a new director, new vision. I don't think as because even he like I mean back then he was like I said something stupid and you know goofy super you know shorts kind of thing, but he definitely would have been like fucking nipples now. Get the fuck out of here! I'm out. I'm yeah. peace out. Right. Kiss my double O S. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but then saying like with with with, with, with I don't think he would have gotten the role as Bond, and, and here's why I think because Bond is considered royalty, mm-hmm. no matter who does it, it automatically you know like I said we I talked about it to somebody else that when you're looking for a Bond you can't go with an A lister because it automatically propels their status to another level. Mm-hmm. So if you're already at that level, then it doesn't really do anything for your career. Do you really need fucking Bond if you're an A list superstar? If you're, I mean, I'm not saying Pierce wasn't already famous, but he was kind of like TV famous. He was, his career was starting, right? And that Bond really pushed him up there. But if he was Batman, and let's say, just let's say he got the two in, and then I don't think British would have looked down upon the fact that he was in Batman. I don't think they would have like, 
I mean, let's face it, Batman really, while it captured the zeitgeist of America that year, everybody, Bat Fever was fucking everywhere the, yeah. that year. I don't know if British, the stuffiness of British movies and, and like, they're, one might say sometimes they come off a little uptight. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they would compare, like, they'd be like, well, now we're going to have Batman as Bond. That's kind of a slap in the face. Right. Like, you know, yeah. I think that they would probably look for someone a little bit more of stature and someone more of like a, like, we're not going to have somebody who dresses up as a bat play James Bond. That's fucking horrible. How dare you insinuate that? Mm. You know, I think that that, because that's who the, I think that's the British mentality. Because Bond is like, they worship Bond the way Philadelphians worship Rocky. It's a fictional <laughs> character, and he's got 60 years of fucking guts and glory and glam behind him, and yeah. he's an icon. And you, you know, like, well, back then it, it wasn't it wasn't 60 years, but he was still considered like, oh my god, it's James Bond. Oh, it was it was still a thing, right? Yeah, like it wasn't like oh, just some fly by night. It was it was they made a big deal about it then, as much as they make about it now. Yeah, right. You know, <clears throat> so I don't think I don't think Cubby would have liked to have. I'm not having that. Like when you watch that. When you, if you watch that sound of 007 that I mentioned earlier in the mm-hmm. show, how much there's Cubby Broccoli and uh, I forget the other guy, producer Saltzman. Saltzman, I think it was I think it was Saltzman who fucking hated everything. He didn't like Live and Let Die song. Like some of the iconic stuff that like people he was like I don't like it. Like in fact, when they did uh, another song. He didn't like it, and Barry was John Barry was like, "Dude, you're tone deaf. You didn't like the song Goldfinger, like, mm. <laughs> and that made millions. Of, that was like a number one hit. Fuck you." <laughs> so it was. It's. It, I'm like, I don't think he would have would have liked it. I think it would just been like, "How dare you? Like, this is something special. That's comic books. This is." That's saying like it would have been looked down upon. You're right. Yeah. Like, like you know, and you kind of you kind of think like would. Like what would what would what would Pierce Brosnan's career be today? Right, it's versus what he has now. Like, because it's like you know Bond, I think propelled him to a higher level. Sure, you know type of thing. And then like a lot of his other movies, like and he's doing some goofy shit now. I right, think, I, mean, I think he's he's reached the status of you know what I want to still relevant. I still want to be cool. I'm still hip. I'm going to do stuff that maybe I normally wouldn't do because I have the opportunity. Right, like I never would have thought he's Doctor Fate. Like come right, on, that was- like. That was like a one in a million but when shot. You, but yeah. when you go, he's the, it kind of makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> like, I'm excited to see his part in this whole thing. Like, yeah, sure, I'm interested in seeing Rock Smash things, but I'm kind of interested in seeing him in that fucking outfit. Like, yeah. I'm looking at Pierce Bryson going, dude, you're in fucking underwear. Like, you're just, you got a helmet on. <laughs> like, you're doing shit with your hands. And I'm like, you're, you're DC's Doctor Strange. <laughs> like... Yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited to see it, but I don't. When you think of Pierce Brosnan, you think of Bond. I could never, th- you know. I, th- I think you're right. I think it would have, his career would have been a completely different trajectory. Bond never would have been in the picture. I don't think, and I don't think because Bond has never been in the picture. I don't think he would have achieved. He wouldn't be Doctor Fate today. You know, he, oh yeah, definitely not. You know, he, yeah. I mean, it's when you hear Pierce Brosnan, you you hear Bond. You just, it's just. Sean Connery, Bond, Roger Moore, Bond, Daniel Craig, Bond, Timothy Dalton, kind of Bond. You know, <laughs> the guy who's got the dimple on his chin, the George who, the Australian, Lazenby, yeah, Bond. 
They all got it, you know. <laughs> well, that's the same. Like, and then and then you go and then what? Then what would the career path of Bonds would have been like? Like, right? Who would who would have taken that spot? I mean, I mean, Timothy Dalton was only in for two, but that's because they got Pierce. But Pierce Brosnan well, would there never was, been. There, a, there was a six. There was a six year gap between right. that and those two because I think they were done with him because mm-hmm. he wasn't doing as well, and they wanted to get somebody else. And right. They took this hiatus basically, right. to sit down and figure it all like, out. How are we gonna figure it out? But you figure if, if but. Dalton got the job because Pierce wasn't available. So then who would have been available at that time? Like, now you have to think about who else in that era was a British or a, an established British actor or right. in that, in who could carry Bond. Because, you know, let's face it, Pierce isn't British. But, you know, Liam Neeson? <laughs> you know? Wow, yeah. Um, I mean, no, I don't think Liam Mel Neeson. Gibson? No, I don't think Liam Neeson would have done it because... He when 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 did uh what was that that movie with the face uh, uh Dark Man Dark Man when did right. that come out versus mm. you know so that was in the eighties yeah right so that might have been that might have been too comic bush right you know for right for British for, sensibility yeah. yeah I mean I don't know like you gotta have to think like who was a big British actor back then like or maybe they would have went with a nobody right like maybe today there maybe Patrick Stewart let's say throwing a name out there right. before he got. Picard, Star Trek, yeah. the Star Trek, like maybe there would have been a moment where he would have been geared up to play Bond. I mean, maybe he would need more hair, but you know, you just think about it. I mean, I mean, let's face it. At one point, they wanted Adam West to be Bond, right? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they would have won American. Who knows? Like, yeah. At that point, you're like, I, the Bond, the James Bond, I, <laughs> you is me, Bond, James Bond, it's a me. Bond, James Bond. <laughs> I don't have a Walter PBK. I have this three fifty seven Magnum. <laughs> Gotta ask yourself, do you feel lucky, Spectre? Do ya? <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> impression. I can't do Clint. That was Clint. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew. I knew you go for Eastwood on that one. But <laughs> no, that's what you have to say. The the lines. I mean, I was. That is who's he supposed to be? Clint Eastwood? All right, whatever. Not even close, <laughs> bud. But speaking of Liam Neeson, Ed. Yes. I don't know. I think I saw this one. He is. <laughs> Talk about a person who's willing to take take the big swings. <laughs> um, I'm gonna <laughs> Ed Liam Neeson is starring in a new Naked Gun movie. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. This is from Screen Crush, so take this for what it's at. <laughs> it's true what they say, cops and women don't mix, like eating a spoonful of Drano, sure, it'll clean you out, but it'll leave you a hollow inside. <laughs> Liam Neeson and the Naked Gun, on the other hand, those mix. Neeson, the stalwart action hero who has been uh, cranking out thrillers left and right since he had surprise mega hit with Taken in 2008, will star in a reboot of the popular 80s and 90s spoof series about a bumbling Los Angeles cop. Neeson's actions movie have gotten increasingly outlandish throughout the years, so why not make a full-on comedy? Makes a lot of sense. According to Deadline, plot details are being kept under wraps, except Neeson might be playing the son of Frank Drebin instead of stepping into the role made famous by Leslie Neeson. Nielsen. Nielsen is 70 years old. Leslie Nielsen was born... Uh, this is the end of Neeson was 70 years old. Leslie Nielsen was born in 1926, so he could have plausibly had a son in 1952. I'm not quite sure. I see the physical re- re- resemblance. Maybe that's part of the joke. 
while the original movies and the Police Squad television show, which was inspired by the films, were created by the comedy team of Jerry and, uh, David and Jerry Zucker and Jim Abrahams, this one will be directed by Akiva Schaefer of the Lonely Island. Uh, Schaefer recently directed a very funny movie version of Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers, so he has some experience in updating old properties with modern sensibilities. Plus, he's a very funny guy. Uh, there, was fa- there was first talk of a naked gun starring Neeson back in January of 2021 when it was re- reported that Seth MacFarlane wanted to remake the naked gun. Uh, MacFarlane will remain producer on the project, by the way. Prior to this, there was rumors of a reboot starring Ed Helm as Drebin with Reno 911's Thomas Lennon and Robert Ben Grant writing the screenplay. That project never materialized, leaving room for Liam Neeson to embrace his full potential as a ridiculously silly cop. (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) I have a particular set of skills. I'm a bumbling idiot. (laughs) Um... All right, so I got two articles well, left. I'm, 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 before you go on, right, I, right, I, right. I, we got to let this marinate for a minute because we got to. You and I are both naked gun fans. Yes. Um, I almost bought them on the trilogy on Voodoo. I think it was like twelve bucks, and I passed on it at one point. I was like, I don't. Do I have it in me? Because I'm afraid the movies might not be funny. I but, still laugh at. Okay, them. I, I have them on Voodoo. I have them on DVD. I laugh. I even have the TV series. I, I, it's one of those things where I'm like, um, I always circle it. I'm going, will I still find those movies funny? I'm like, yeah, but Sean, you still find Mel Brooks funny. I'm like, Mel Brooks is a special kind of funny. Right. Though. But naked gun movies are a special kind of funny too. Yeah. Like I can watch Airplane and, and, and you know, I'm like, well, I'm like, but the naked gun movies were hysterical. <laughs> and Priscilla Presley is in them. And I'm like, that's, She's gold in every one of those movies. Yeah. And I'm like, and she, she, the straight, oh, the CEO, you know, oh, nice beaver. Thanks, I just had it stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> it just... See, it's classic. It's it's, it's almost Mel, Mel Brooks it is, classic. Right. Yeah, it's like it's right on that, that edge, you know, kind of thing. And I, it's, it always makes me laugh because we watch the show and it's just like, because I remember watching the show like a long time ago. Uh-huh. Sabrina and I watched it, you know, like in the 90s mm-hmm. or something like that. And we just... It's just like like right. the old blockbuster days when you had nothing to do and you 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 walked around and like the Naked Gun series. The hell is this? You right. know that kind of thing. And you're going, all right, let's watch it. You know, and you you end up laughing hysterically right. at the stupid stuff. And they're like, they make a Naked Gun movie, and you're like, oh my god! Like I know this. I, I remember I saw I think I think I saw all three in the movie theaters because I liked Airplane. Right. And you know, don't call me Shirley. Right. Like you know, you like Gladiator films? Like you know, all of this like. <laughs> I'm like, this is just great. Like, and since it's in the same vein, because it's made by the same people, mm. I'm like, all right. I remember watching the TV show, and I remember watching the movies, and I'm like, that whole Niels, Leslie Nielsen era made him like a household name, mm. and he was a serious actor, like a right. serious villain in a lot of movies. Like, right. he was a bad guy and 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 the hero. And I'm like, wait, he was a serious actor before this? <laughs> like, <laughs> who knew? But, I mean, I guess every serious actor has some comic, but he, it's probably because he always played it straight. Right. That's the secret to Frank Drebin is being the idiot in the room, but being very serious. Don't be like, like, wink into the camera like, I'm an idiot. Wink, wink. Right. Like, you just like, um, what are you talking about? Like, you have, while all this shit's going on, you're dead serious. Man wants the facts. 
while chickens are flying around or something. Just you know, <laughs> nothing to see here. The Chinese factory, right. Yeah, right. The, the fireworks factory in the background. So like, nothing to see here. Go <laughs> home. For- hey, is this a bus? Yes, ma'am. It's very impressive, but that's not why we're here. <laughs> You're like, oh, or when he's fighting with the vibrators, like, oh, <laughs> or they throw a pillow at him. Right. Hits their face, like, oh. <laughs> Plus, you get to see O.J. Simpson acting. <laughs> so, I mean, look, I mean, I I, I can kind of see Liam Neeson pulling it off, though. Yeah. That's the problem. It's not it's not that far of a stretch. You're going, oh, he'll never do it. I can see him being funny. He was funny in A Million Ways to Die in the West. I mean, who knew? Like, yeah. you know who knew? Fred, how do you call it? Uh, what's his name? McFarland did. Seth McFarland did because he put him in it. <laughs> All right, I got two articles left. All right, uh, one is about a Marvel um, recast, and another one is I don't know if you care about Bayonetta three and the voice actress. Uh, just um, I'm going to start with that one. All right, all right, because I feel like that one's kind of I think there's going to be more than that. Not a fluff piece, but more like a, oh, that's just interesting. Uh, Bayonetta voice actor Helena Teller asks fans to boycott Bayonetta three. Uh, executive director response. Now, earlier in the week, uh, Helena Teller, the original voice actor for Bayonetta, who is not returning the voice to character in Bayonetta 3, has spoken out on why she's not reprising the role. Uh, In a series of videos shared on socials, Teller said she was offered $4,000 to return to the role of Bayonetta, an offer she described as an insult. Teller has since called for people to boycott the game ahead of its October 28th release. uh, Heidika... Kamai, the executive director working on Bayonetta 3, and a well-known figure within the developer of Platinum Games, has since responded to these claims. Uh, Taylor's thread of videos on Twitter began with one where she introduced herself as the voice of Bayonetta. Through her videos, she said that she was asking to re-audition for the role, uh, given that voice changes that that voice changed over the time, and when she did, she passed with flying colors. That netted her what they call what she called an insulting offer. Mm-hmm. However, so she wrote to the to the Kamea to ask for what she felt her talents were worth. Tyler said she received a response which initially made her feel positive about obtaining a better offer, but then that offer was raised to the four thousand dollar payout. So apparently she was not even getting paid that. And then they're like, Well, what do you think you deserve? And she gave them a number and they're like, well, we can't do that, we can give you four grand and she's like, That's insulting. Um, here's, you know, I guess here's Twitcher, that's interesting. Um, trying to get to the part where the, the since Teller's account of Bayonetta 3 situation started circling on socials this weekend, uh, Kamea responded on Twitter with language that suggested he felt the whole truth was not public. Um, his quote is, sad and deplorable about the attitude of untruth. That's what I call, that's what all I can tell now, by the way, beware of my rules. I don't know. I guess maybe that's a, probably a, a, a bayonetta thing. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I guess I saw the article and I was interested because I know bayonetta is coming out. Bayonetta is very popular. Well, I mean, it, it, it brings up the interesting fact that's like <laughs> the, the highest you were going to go is four thousand right. dollars. You're going holy crap! Like, and you're going that game sells probably millions of copies. 
within, you know, here's, like... I mean, yeah, here's the problem, though. It's it's a Switch exclusive. you got to remember, Ed, uh, the history of Bayonetta, while Bayonetta, the first one, was very popular, it didn't sell that much. In fact, that they couldn't get money for the second one. It wasn't until Nintendo said, you know, we'll give you the money, however, now you got to make it exclusive, which is why Bayonetta 2 was only a Wii U game mm-hmm. and not for any other platform. So now Bayonetta, a very mature game, has now become a, 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 a Nintendo exclusive. So now you're like, okay, well, it doesn't have Mario's name on it. I mean, can it can Bayonetta three sell? <coughs> it seems to be, it seems to have enough of a cult following that it'll make decent money, but I don't know if it's going to make like slam dunk money. Well, it's the same. Like, like Nintendo's not the type of company that's going to make a game just because they they're not going to make money off of it. Like right. every Mario game that they make, sure, it's like yeah, they, they you feel like they get flooded with with, with that shit. Right, all the they time. even have the Mario Rabbit game coming out. Later right, this right. Week. So you go and you're 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 kind of going, uh, you know, like they they know something at least that they'll make enough right. money to go. They I'm going to sit there and eyes off this. Right, you know? they don't make risky bets. They right. kind of they play safe. They play it safe. Right, you know, and then and that's the thing I think with Bayonetta three is just, right. Is it's like there there was enough numbers there to go. All right, we're gonna make a third one. Like after two came out for the Wii U, it's like right. there was enough there to go, and we can make some money off of this for the for the for the uh, uh, Switch. Right. Not only that, when they did Bayonetta two for the Switch, they also gave you the um, digital version of Bayonetta one. That must have sold well enough because they just released Bayonetta by herself on the Switch by itself, so you can get Bayonetta one, Bayonetta two standalone games now mm. so clearly they're making enough of money to be able to go okay we now can produce a third one right because now you're flooding the market with bayonet i mean shit at work we have these bayonet you know mystery boxes and i'm like really like i i mean it's okay like it's a she's a scandally cal- i mean it hits it ticks off all the teenage boy boxes. boxes right you're like oh my god she's scandally dressed and you know she shoots guns and there's demons and She's kind of half naked through most of it, and there's a I think there's a level where she is naked. And you're like, oh, that's funny, and it's cute, and tongue tongue and cheeky, but it's also very much like she's got a following. So right. I, they have to know, and I do think that, like, clearly, I mean, they went okay. Well, you have to audition for the role again because voices do change. You know, um, look at James Old Jones. I mean, you know, he's aged, right? right. You know, um, so I kind of feel like okay. But I don't know. I mean, couldn't they? Couldn't she have? This is where my ignorance comes into play. And I will fully admit that I don't know how the video game industry works. Couldn't she work at a deal like a back end deal? Like you know how they do movies where mm. where like I'll take a small pay. Like I'll take the four grand as a paycheck. However, give me like three points on the sales. You know, right, like right. like you know, like hey, okay, I'll, I'll I'm the voice of Bayonetta. I'm the voice. So. I find it more frustrating is that wait. So now you're waiting for like a week or two before the game comes out to now voice your opinion and now say don't buy this game. Where were you in the beginning of this process? Why right. weren't you? Why weren't you? Because maybe if you said something way back when, maybe now people would have taken. I'm not saying not take it seriously, but maybe there would there would have been campaigns and things, right? You know, like uh, uh, online petitions and stuff like they that. Do it all the time, right? Like that. That would have been like during the development part of it. They could probably would have stopped it and go, "All right, you know what? We got a paramony." I think though, I, I like after hearing this kind of stuff. I think this is kind of like the last effort. Like 
you know how like we we didn't know who voice <laughs> actors were like you know when like when right when when uh, um if they weren't famous you, you didn't know who they were right and you you know especially like like Mel Blanc did all the like pretty much the, right. the Looney Tunes guys back way back in the day you knew that though yeah but the thing is like 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 have you ever watched like I'm, I've noticed this lately though watching credits for for movies and stuff especially animated stuff right. and shows and stuff the the voice actors like especially back in the day they were just put as like a little blurb at the right. bottom right like, they like right like voices done by so and so or or so and so did this voice you might, and they might do like two or three film because when you watch um that documentary I know that voice they say like look because you can do one voice you have like two or three in your pocket. So that way, if they need extra characters to voice, you got another paycheck because you're doing a second voice for that 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 business, right? You know, so I mean, so I think I think like the video game industry is kind of like the last of where that is because there is some celebrities that do video game voices, you know, uh-huh. kind of thing, and I'm sure they get paid way more money. Sure, like, like if you want my voice in this game, right, it's going to cost you X amount of dollars, and they're going to walk away with it. But somebody who's who's Bayonetta and she doesn't do anything else. Right as an as an actress, right? Or, or, or as a, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna look while you're talking. And, and so I just think that for her, like, it's like she has no legs to stand on. And I'm not that I don't not sign with the the video game right. company because I think she should get paid more money, especially if they're if teenage boys are you know are, are banging it out because you know probably her voice you know kind of thing you know sets that up. You know you get you kind of going yeah I think she should get more money. You know I mean. You know, at least some tissues and some jerkins. Okay, so uh, mm. Hel- 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 Helena Teller is her name. Mm. Okay, so she has... Um, uh, 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 she's an actress in 24 Things. All right? Mm. Um, Super Smash Brothers, she's the voice of Bayonetta for the Wii U, by the way. Okay. Bayonetta 2, Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 3DS, where she was Bayonetta. Mm. Uh, she was banned at a bloody fate, which is, I guess, a movie or uh, you know. It's probably like a, like one of those sub games, like they they, right. they did. Yeah. Okay. Like Anarchy one. reigns. She was in a movie, and it looks like Cockpit: The Rules of Engagement. Uh, ways to Live Forever, but she was also in Dragon Age Origins as a voice of one, two, three, four characters. Uh, Bayonetta, the original, back in two thousand and nine. By the way, uh-huh. she was three people. Well, uh, two. Bayonetta rose in additional voices because again you got to keep them in your pocket, right? Right. Uh, Valkyrie Profile, Covenant of the Plume. She was a voice. Uh, Helsing Ultimate, again another voice. Uh, the Golden Compass game. She was Seraphina. Pirates of the Caribbean. She was Townsfolk and Cannibal Women. <laughs> Woman. Uh, so she did. She was actually an episode of Stargate Atlantis. Uh, she was a spinner number two in the Sweetest Thing, which I, I think I've seen that movie. Um, Liar's Poker. She's done some real movies but minor roles very minor very minor it's like hey uh, secretary number two right you know like you're like all right but she's done mostly voice work but again the last thing she did was back in 2014 so she hasn't even been working since then right she's been eight years out of eight years out i mean so i mean like look and you're banking everything on bayonetta guess what like sorry right you know and they now and they just remastered it so does she get a paycheck for those? That job? Probably not. You know, like, if you're remastering Bayonetta, let's say, and you're putting it on the Switch by itself, she's still the voice of Bayonetta. She should get, a, like, a residual check, so right, to speak. Right, right. But I don't know if that they have to have residual checks in voiceover work. I don't think they do, in fact. Well, I see. And I, that was, that's always been a big problem when it comes to voiceover work, is that in video games, there's no... 
you get paid for the gig once and then that's it. But that game could sell 50, 60 million copies, million copies like uh, Grand Theft Auto. And you only got paid once. You don't get any kind of back end deal on that. You right. know, if you're just like if if you if I got hired by Rockstar and say, hey, Sean, you would do a voice? Yeah, sure. Like on and I'm a voice, I get paid let's say two grand. I'm like, I got paid two grand to be a voice. That's my voice. And then like ten years later, they're still making that game, and I ain't seeing a check about it. I might be a little grumpy about it. Right. And it, 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 what makes it what makes it difficult is the fact is is that like at what point. Like you know, like like remastering is one thing. Like she should have. Right. Hopefully, she got a check for that. I mean, I, I probably didn't, but I hope she did. You know, kind of thing. But it's just like, yeah, but say, like if you if they you just did like Grand Theft Auto, you did Thug Number Three or whatever. Right. Right. Kind of I'm in Grand Theft Auto Five. Where were you? Thug Number Four. Right. And, and like you you and, and they never remastered your voice right. like once again. Like you got paid and that was it. Like you moved <coughs> on with your life. Oh, you, know? you got me. I'm dead. <laughs> That's it. Big actor. They're sniffing that now out right. of the MP3 now. <laughs> He's gonna be Craig, he did it. He did it. He did it right there. Yeah. Maybe we can get him to do a second take. Hold on. a little bit more emotion. Uh, he got me. I, I, I'm dead. <laughs> Cut. Print. Perfect. I don't. Maybe we can cut off the "I'm dead" part because we can see the curve that. Or no, 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 no. I'm shot. A shot. Oh my god, I'm shot five thousand times. <laughs> Walk into room. Hey there, sir. Exit stage left. Dude, you're reading the you're reading everything. I, so I'm not supposed to. No, those are cues. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey you says exasperately that <laughs> <laughs> was more like hey you says exasperately right <laughs> I don't get it like I don't what's the um, I don't what huh <sighs> I mean but the thing is is that like like if you if if they keep using your voice in other things like and it's right. the same thing but they're just using it in like right. like you should get paid for those like definitely I, she know. has been Bayonetta long enough to actually establish herself as the voice of Bayonetta so it's like you know sure you might get other people to do it it's like we've grown up with Mark Hamill as the voice of Joker right you get other people who do the voice of Joker but it never really sounds quite the same right and you go I miss Mark and every once in a while Mark does the Joker and you're like that's the guy I remember I love that man yes and now you're kind of getting like maybe there's people like Bayonetta is because she was Bayonetta for a few things right Maybe she feels like she's established herself as the voice of Bayonetta. I mean, they were like, well, yeah, but you've gotten older now. Your voice has changed, so let's 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 audition. Oh, you know what? You sound great. Fine. Here's a paycheck. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I deserve more. Voice of Bayonetta. And they're like, well, how much do you think the voice of Bayonetta was worth? And it's been eight years since the sequel. I mean, what have you been doing since then? A lot of nothing. Last thing I looked, I looked on your DMB, and, and it, you're 2014. <laughs> I was saying, like, like her, she has to elevate her, her credibility is basically what right. it comes down to. Right. And that's, and that's the shame of it is just that, like, you know, you, 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 your heart kind of bleeds for this person. You're going, sure, oh, her, you know, like, that's the only she's gotten. In, since, yeah, you want her to make money, succeed, to have a living sure. and all. But you're going, you got to do other things to, you know, like. To, right. Like, and I'm not saying she didn't try, you know, works work. Not like she, she could have been waitress number three in the latest Batman animated show. Like, she could have done all that. Right. She could have auditioned. Apparently, she did not. For whatever reason, her life is her life. 
But now to get back and to try to get back into it, and they did, obviously, they approached you to be the voice. And, you know, you can, if you maybe had a better agent or maybe you worked at a better deal, there could have been a, a, a kind of a, a back and forth. But I feel like the game comes out in less than two weeks. You didn't, they didn't just finish the game. The game's been finished for a while. You've done, you were approached to do the voice work at least three to four years ago. You could have started talking about it back then, right. man. Like, hey, um, I just got something. Unless it's a, there's a DN, uh, a do not disclosure. Yeah, agreement, DN, yeah, yeah. You know, like maybe she signed one of those, and now that it's the game's coming out, she now can voice that opinion. But I would have been like, you know, you wait. So you're signing all this stuff before you know how much you're getting paid. That seems a little like yeah, maybe you should have checked into that, right? And again, we're just speculating here. Like, why would you not? If I'm the voice of Bayonetta and I, tr- I audition for Bayonetta, which makes sense, they insult me, and I use air quotes, I feel insulted by this paycheck of four grand. Why am I not immediately going to social media going, this is how they treat me? Because there's been a lot of stuff in the media and social, and social about how workers are getting paid unfairly. The voiceover works, uh, you know, people who are doing the coding for the gamers. They're, they're, you're in a family of people who, who are not being treated well anyway. Mm. That position is hard. As a voice actor, you have a, you have a voice <laughs> and, and, a means, yeah. and a means to be able to stand up and go, hey, like, look, I just think I deserve more because I'm the people recognized. And maybe if you started back then, maybe there would have been a fan campaign to be like, oh my God, you can't do this. Give her some fucking more. Maybe there'd be like a, you know, not a, a what do you call it? A Kickstarter thing. Like, oh, you know what? Fine. You know, if you won't pay her, we will. Right. Like, we think she deserves this much. And therefore, we're going to kickstart a campaign to get her, you know, this paycheck that you guys refuse to. You know, like maybe there could have been stuff done. Right. But now you're waiting at the last minute going, oh, by the way, I'm not the voice of Bayonetta because they only wanted to give me this. Her rumph. Right. No, everybody, I want everybody to boycott the game. And you're like, why? I like Bayonetta. I'm sorry I didn't get the job. Had I known, maybe I would have done something differently. But I need my gun, my shoe gun wearing tight spandex. <laughs> Actually, it's more like, I need my gun tight film shooting sexy girl. Oh, bother. <laughs> I need her. <laughs> Zoinks. I got my balls to drop. <laughs> All right, and my last article. All right. And I feel like this is in the... I don't buy it one bit. Okay. okay? I, I, can, I need to see a trailer first. All right? Apparently, Marvel's recasting uh, Thunderbolt Ross with Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is true. Marvel's Thunderbolt Ross reportedly recast with Harrison Ford. Earlier this year, the actor William Hurt. Now, this is from what's on DisneyPlus.com, by the way. I think you sent this to me. Did I? Oh, yes, I did. Now, I, I think what's on Disney Plus is kind of reliable. I'm not everything, saying it's not. Everything, everything that he's done has uh-huh. been pretty, pretty much true up until this point. Well, early this year, actor William Hurt sadly passed away due to prostate cancer. He played Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross in many films within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including The Incredible Hulk, Avengers Infinity War, Captain America Civil War, and recently in Black Widow. It's probably his last thing. 
Uh, recently at the San Diego Comic-Con, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige announced the big finale of the fifth phase of the MCU would be Thunderbolts, which we would see a number of anti-heroes and villains join together. The team will include uh, Yelena Bolivov, the, White Soldier, the Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster, Ghost, and more. The film is due to hit cinemas July 26, 2024. Um, unless it got pushed back, you know. Uh, many fans believe the team-up movie couldn't include Thunderbolt Ross following William Hurt's passing, since Marvel has been very vocal about not recasting Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. Uh, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to grow. It's been starting to hit some issues with some actors not being able to continue playing the same, the same role in multiple projects, either due to contracts or, sadly, due to the actors passing away. However, according to Slash, however, according to Slash Film, uh. all right, Marvel Studios apparently recast Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross which will see Harrison Ford take up the role. So it's not coming from Disney camp. It's coming from Slash Film yeah. that your guy's quoting. According to the Hot Mike with John Rocha and Jeff uh, Snyder show, Harrison Ford will make the first appearance in the upcoming Captain America New World Order, which will arrive in cinemas on May 3rd, 2024. The news wasn't revealed at last month's D23 Expo because Lucasfilms wanted to focus on the new Indiana Jones film. Harrison Ford is no stranger to working for major Disney franchises, having starred as Han Solo in the Star Wars franchise films, plus his work on the Indiana Jones film, which will see a fifth film hit cinemas next summer. Marvel hasn't officially made the announcement regarding Harrison Ford joining the MCU, so it's worth treating this news as a rumor. Uh, so, Ed, what do you think? I, I, I mean, there was... Uh, oh God, I can't think of the actor's name now. The guy who played... He also played Ross as well, General Ross, in a Hulk movie. Um... Oh, and then the, the big mustache guy, uh, Sam uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, it, it, that would have to have been uh, Hulk. That the first movie, yeah, right? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna look because I'm like I don't remember Ross being in there, but all right. I mean, I, I mean, I don't remember Hulk 2003 with Jennifer Connelly uh, and Eric Bana. Uh, Sam Elliott is Ross. Yep. Boom. <laughs> Plays Be- Betsy Ross's uh, dad. Okay. So I mean, I guess he, you can still pull him out of obscurity. Right, it's insane. You, you know, I'm like, I don't know if he'd do it, though. <laughs> Sam Elliott seems to be this this right-wing nut job of an actor. You know, is he going to carry a gun? I don't want to be in there no superheroes. They're all pansies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think... I, I think he's got I think it's got a paycheck, Sam. <laughs> but Sam Elliott, he's doing stuff still. I mean... He was just in, uh, what do you call it, um, fucking Star is Born, the most recent one. <laughs> He's also been in 105 Things. Uh, let's see. MacGruber. <laughs> 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 He's in 1883, the uh, sequel to, um, uh, what do you call it, Yellowstone. All right. I, I don't know. I, you know, I mean... Would I like to see Harris, George, ha- George, George Harrison? Again, Ed likes bringing back dead people to show. <laughs> Would I like to see Harrison Ford as General Thunderbolt Rawls? Yes. Would I think it fit? No. I really don't. I, Harrison? I, yeah. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, spoiler alert, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is the Red Hulk. Yeah. So... <laughs> Don't get me angry. You don't like me when I'm angry. (laughs) 
that's not how it works. <laughs> oh my god, I hear he's the Red Hulk. We gotta get mad. That's not how it works. <laughs> get off my gamma radiation thing. Let's <laughs> just say it like, 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 you, you, you're, you, you, I mean, you, he's. Obviously, somebody else is going to play Red Hulk. He's not going to play Red Hulk. Fucking 80-year-old Harrison Ford. Who <laughs> got the gray jumpsuit on. Fade him red. And he's like, <laughs> I can't learn this from my friend Chewie. <laughs> Harrison Ford running around painted red. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> oh, get out of my way. I'm mad. Arr. Like Harrison, you're always... That's my secret. I'm always mad. Well, yeah, we can tell in your acting. <laughs> you're always... You turn into that grumpy old man. That's my acting style. Arr, look at me. I'm all red. Arr. Well, just... Why did you show up like that, Harrison? We're going to do... It's called... <laughs> we're going to put a CGI character in there. Well, CGI. What the hell, CGI? I'm not even gonna be in my own picture. <laughs> you're not even the lead star. You're you're the guy who runs the thing. So you're gonna be like Charlie in Charlie's Angels. You will hear you. We probably will never see you. I just been red off for nothing. Yes, yes, you did. Did you not, Ruffalo? You just saw him. Does he look green? <laughs> no, he's not that big either. The, the girl Tatiana, She Hulk, she again regular sized girl, makeup, CGI character, not real. Well, that's the problem. No real acting. <laughs> so, so Harrison, you, 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 Harrison. Look, I appreciate the, your your willingness, but you know, like. <laughs> Who painted your taint? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you're looking at my taint. My, my assistant. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, fly a chopper. I fly choppers. You know, just don't, 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 don't me. I'm Thaddeus Ross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just can't see it. I'm sorry. I mean. Hey, look, I love Harrison Ford as much as the next person, and he is an icon of my childhood, just as much as Sean Connery was, Robin Williams was. Like, and I just, there's just certain roles I just can't see him doing. I just, I just can't. I... Coming soon, Thaddeus Ross. Harrison Ford is Thaddeus Ross. Thunderbolt Ross in Thunderbolts. I'm going, oh, no. <laughs> and then I'll be like, that was my favorite part of the movie, watching Harrison Ford be all like, I'm grumpy. <laughs> uh, how dare you date my daughter? <laughs> now you damn kids, now get together and be superheroes. <laughs> Don't make me angry. You won't make me I'm angry. <laughs> I've been known to rip the R's off a of gumdar. <laughs> like Harrison, you're getting your movies all confused. I, the kids will love it. Yeah, the kids will get it. I do a little wink and a nod to the camera. <laughs> and then, oh, you guys could do it. May the force be with you. <laughs> That's not wrong movie, Harrison. <sighs> you don't get it. My shtick now. <laughs> I'm Harrison Ford. I can do whatever I want to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> as he walks away, duh, 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 duh. cut <laughs> Harrison. Why did I have my own theme song? <laughs> no, we have we have Hans Zimmer working on the new, new thing, and he's a perfect score. He just no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> this goes here. That goes there. <laughs> At first, I didn't believe it was true. And it's all true. All of it. Captain America, Iron Man, the Hulk. It's all true. <laughs> Give me my chewy gum. <laughs> Chewing gum. Oh, that's what I call it, chewy. It's what the people know. <laughs> Can I have a little Amish boy as a friend? <laughs> that's a deep pull there, Harrison. I don't know a lot of people are going to get that with the rat reference. They'll get it. The fans. <laughs> <laughs> what do I stop replicants again <laughs> right <sighs> am I a replicant in this one I never knew do I get to talk over stuff <laughs> oh, boy. I mean like look it's a paycheck to Harrison Harrison's always been like it's got a check I'll do it I guess you know so I mean anything's possible I just I have a hard time if he hulks out and then turns red, I'll be like, that's it. I'm out. See you later. <laughs> I just can't picture Harrison. I mean, like, look, he made his cameos in the Expendable movies because it's all a bunch of old people having fun in action movies. Yeah. I get it. And he was like more like a walk-on because Bruce Wills was a dick. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, so like, let's, it, I don't know. I just can't. But Disney and I got a great partnership. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> they suck my dick and I love it. <laughs> they give me everything. They, they give me a paycheck and I'm thrilled. Uh, paycheck is great. <laughs> Don't get fatty. Uh, I'm the ball Ross. Oh, that Hulk. It gets on my nerves, but always can't stop. <laughs> I can see it now, though. Like, they, 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 they're, he's writing out, like, all right, now what's a Hulk? Like, <laughs> right. Like, I, I, uh, I'm your mom who? <laughs> Um, okay, I'm a general. I got that. I have a secret. Okay, dark secret. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I read? Uh, you made me read? No, we're going to do it in CGI. <laughs> Can you explain that to me? Look, it, think of it, you'll be like a force ghost in the, <laughs> in the movie. You have your voice and people see you, but you won't really be there. Oh, but I don't believe in the force. Give me a good blaster. <laughs> old religion and hooky religions have got nothing to do with the firm blast that's what I always go by yeah but in the end you turn around that well I knew it was all true but that doesn't mean I don't want a blaster I'm not a fool <laughs> the best I can do with a lightsaber is cut up with a tauntaun <laughs> and it's not cold in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. okay. Uh, you're done. Um, Harrison, just take a nap. No ticket. <laughs> just wheel him out. <laughs> All right, folks, there you have it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Psst, come here, come here. Come here. You've been listening to Geeksters. Surprise. Shocker, I know. Oh, I know. Who knew? 
Who knew? Uh, well, if you haven't already, I don't know why we keep telling you this, but go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter, Dad Geeksters. Or, I don't know, you can contact Ed and you know maybe reach out and you know see how he's doing. Say, hey, Ed, what's shaking? But you got to go to ed at wordswithgeeks.com to do it. <laughs> what? I was waiting for a, waiting for a joke. I'm waiting for a Michael J. Fox joke. <laughs> Why? Because he said shaking. <laughs> Where did I say shaking? You're like, us. Oh, he was shaking. <laughs> see, Ed? You see, now you're a horrible person. I When I did it, I was making it as a joke. You thought about it. And you're just like, oh, wait a second. There's a joke in there somewhere. Where is it? I'm waiting, waiting. Where's the punch? Oh, you serious? It's completely. Sean, I'm disappointed in you. Why? You said shaking. I did? Yeah. He was shaking. You're like, oh, I guess you're right. I was waiting for a time. Sean, you slacking. <laughs> now we got to go back in time. <laughs> so if you want to talk to Sean, you can contact the... Let me try it again. You want to contact... Do you contact Sean? You can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S H A W N. Excelsior! That was wonderful! Bravo! I loved that! Oh, it was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!